and a one. What is up, all of our beautiful friends? It's another beautiful Sunday, and uh, guess what? You know what we like to do on Sundays? We love to talk about Attack on Titan. We like to make our voices into different pitches and different levels. And we love funny doing it. And we love it. <laughs> and uh, we hope that you guys too. And uh, we have some of our friends joining us. And uh, we have our friend, new friend, Josh. I repent, a.k.a. Um, Hater Xenon, right? What is it? Hater. Yeah, it's like Hater Xenon. H- Hater Xenon. Yeah. A.k.a. A.k.a. There's, what else there's, we have? There's, there's another one. There's too. another one. Yeah. And then we have our favorite Yeagerist, Heise, a.k.a. What's his Instagram? <laughs> Jacob. Oh, well, no. Jacob, Heise yeah, but I'm talking about Heise and, and the Storm. Is, yeah, I'm yeah, Storm. And, uh, all of our good friends. That is a and, lot to uh, remember. Yeah, we have Heise all of our. Yeah, Heise Storm. Uh, and uh, Heise also says it's time for Dobby to get killed by Todoroki Shoto. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Josh works. I don't know why I have so many names. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all good. Just social man. media usernames yeah, and all that's that. That's what it is, man. You know, I have a lot of names to myself, but you guys know me as your host, uh, AJ Shigaraki, and uh, soon to be oh, the shit. future uh, Tomura Shigaraki. And um, of course, I have my two friends joining me. So I will let them go ahead and introduce them. Right. Okay, I'm going to list off all of my names too. No. Yes. Um, hi, I'm Lexi. You guys know me, yeah, Lexi. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's Lexi. All and right. I got something in my eye, but hi, I'm Zach. Yeah, it's Zach. Zach has something in his eye. I got it. But it's not stopping him from feeling a certain way. I want to ask you, buddy. <laughs> I know that it's been a good day. I know that you've had a good week, and I want to ask you, man, how are you feeling today? Fire! Yeah, okay. love it. Fired up. Hope you guys are all fired up, too, because we we have another awesome episode. This is going to be a different episode because um, we have two narrators. One physically and one internally here in this episode that maybe it's kind of different. You don't necessarily see their point of view too often. And uh, it's going to be fun to see from this character's point of view because this is a very interesting uh, anti-hero of a character. And uh, yeah. And of course, that episode is season three, episode 10. This episode's name is Friends, and this will be part one of our episode breakdown and discussion. You guys know the drill. Warning, spoiler talk. We love talking about spoilers. It, uh, it'll probably happen. Yeah. Usually happens. Um, and uh, of course, we have a Q&A and a poll question to go ahead and uh, talk about and oh, get all that amazing uh, feedback. As uh, I realized, I didn't turn my Wi-Fi off, and so yeah, um, I'm already seeing uh, the know, stream glitching it, and uh, I hate when the it does that. So uh, hopefully, it's all good with you guys. Uh, yeah, thank it's you, good. Josh. I've been looking forward to this all week. Thank wow, you. I've been looking forward wow. to talking to you all week. Thank Jeez. you so much for that. Um, yeah, thank we want to know. How are you guys doing? What have you guys been up to? What's going and on? Why are you, you guys up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And why are you guys fired up? Um, Me and AJ can tell weekend? you about our weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to make Zach jealous or anything, but jealous. Uh, let's let's <laughs> it's, it's already yeah. I was already jealous. Yeah, for it anybody literally who, like uh, sold out immediately. For anybody that enjoys music, this is uh, we went to a concert. Me and Lex and. Um, this is a concert that we have been looking forward to for months now, and uh, we've been wanting to see him live. For yeah, we've been wanting to see him live years. for a while. So, if anybody that uh, likes a certain kind of uh, indie type of music, um, you guys might be familiar with Mac DeMarco, and Mac DeMarco you don't was know his name. Uh, You've definitely heard his songs. You yeah. definitely have. You've yeah. heard his songs. And if you if you have no idea who Mac DeMarco is, definitely check out 
Max music because it's guaranteed that there is something there that you will love. It's so good. No doubt. I did the math while I was at the concert. I was like, how long have I been listening to him? Because I remember listening to him in high school. Yeah. I've been listening to him for almost eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Since I was like 15, 16. Your tenure as a Titan user is almost up. You only have a few more years to enjoy Max. I know. And then you die. Yeah. And then you die. Yeah. Remember, 13 years is all we got. And you from all of his music. And then, Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm not able to listen anymore. Yeah. I can't even listen to the old ones. No, no, nope. nothing at all nope. ever. Um, but yeah, so we uh, went to uh, Max concert in uh, L.A. Uh, the Ford Theater, which is awesome. And uh, I hope that you guys aren't having really the same free. issue as us because it's really frustrating the hell out of me as I see that the stream is that constantly lagging, and glitching. Hopefully it's all good on your guys' end, but we've had episodes like this in the past, and uh, you guys, uh, when when episodes like this happen, you guys are still able to hear us, so just hear our beautiful, sweet voices. Um, not as beautiful and sweet as Max, but um, <laughs> anyway, so the, about the concert, I mean, it was a lot of fun, um, and it was very interesting because a uh, very small, intimate type of a th- amphitheater, and uh, there were some people who don't like listening, or don't like, I should say, following instructions, and staying in their seats. Yeah. Um, but just, uh, just a lot of people that don't really have like concert etiquette. Yeah. So, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, we enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We've been wanting to see Mac. He and, sounds uh, amazing. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. And uh, again, hopefully you guys did some fun stuff for your weekend. I don't know, Zach. Did you do anything fun this weekend? I got new couches. No, yeah, Yay! nice furniture. Very cool yeah, furniture. Yeah, yeah. So new couches over at your place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Why? Because we Why need not? to fill up the back room. Oh, this is for that. Not uh, for the front room, for the back room. Okay, gotcha. What's going to be headquarters, the right? Nether. Okay. Headquarters. The nether. The nether. Yeah. And we got a new table. Okay, cool. Yay, new furniture. So, very cool. So, uh, making home feel more like home, and it's always nice when you get some good furniture and stuff. Hopefully, it's all very comfortable. Went to the uh, airport this morning, 5 a.m., right now. Because I have family going to Maui. Oh. And okay. I'm not. Wow. That's double jelly Sorry, there. Sorry. I know. First <laughs> a concert, now Maui. Hurts me. Wow. It's okay, though. Peace and quiet, man. But I will say that I've never been to Hawaii, so. Yeah. Shout out to your family list. who's going to Hawaii. I, I got a new piercing this week. You did, yeah. Woo! And you were trying to hide it from mom and dad. No, I was not. I just wasn't home. You definitely home. were. No, I wasn't. You literally got I home and you were, like, you were like eating your in and out like. Hi, Mom. Well, because I was scared. Exactly. So you were hiding it. I was scared. <laughs> there you go. But it's okay. Piercings aren't And now the world knows. Just take it out. If anybody has watched or seen Pulp Fiction, that's going to be Lexi now. It's, there's a certain scene at the start of it when what? it talks about a girl and then John Travolta's character oh. responds with... <laughs> The one with all her, sh- the one with all the shit on her face. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So now, uh... <laughs> that reminds me when I, I, right after I got it done, I Facetimed the Asian freak. I Facetime. Uh, I don't know if you guys know. That's my boyfriend, Luca. Um, but I Facetime. I don't think we ever like told them. I don't think we really need to. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think we ever told them. But anyways, uh, Facetime him, and, like I, and I was we, like, when people don't know that we're related, we're like, we didn't really need to go ahead and say it, you know. Well, it but just, it just, it's it's never been like officially confirmed. Okay. Well, um, but anyways, it's confirmed. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, like what the do you Asian think? Do you freak like who it? Who never joins our streams, by the way, and doesn't want to be on the pod. Oh, the mad. How about a player. shout out for there? <laughs> bombastic join our side freaking, eye. Join our podcast. You Asian freak. You Asian freak. I'm only saying that because it's your it's name. It's your username. 
you Asian freak. You know like, it's oh, all love, and that's why we want you on the um, pod. But but I showed it to him right after I got it pierced. I got this. If you guys, didn't. I got a vertical around on my lip. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, what do you think? Like, do you like it? And he was like, oh yeah, it looks good. And I was like, well, what do you think about it? And he was like, it's just more metal dots on your face. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. This is frustrating me, people. That it keeps like. I know well, that Josh said it's all good on your end. I hope it's the same for you, Heise. But over on our end, it's not, and it's frustrating the hell out of me. And we're off to a great start of this episode. And um, this is good because I get to channel in my uh, aggressive nature in yeah. uh, certain characters. That's good. Heise okay. says, "I wish I could look hey. like Dobby, and that would be wicked." So whoa, whoa! No, you wouldn't. I also want Denji teeth and Dobby skin. Well, I'd get so many girls. I Denji teeth. I would love Denji teeth. So Denji teeth yeah. might work, but Dobby skin. I feel like. I feel like that know? would just be uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know how that would <laughs> just work. Just covered in like burnt yes, skin grafts. Like that would hurt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I've been stapled. It's not fun. <laughs> that'd be. Uh, yeah, that would be an interesting look. It's okay when you see it animated. Animated, but in then a, if you were to see it in, like, in real life, then it'd be very, very. Yeah, I've determined. I'm Search going up for skin the live graphs. Dobby. Search up burn skin go. graphs so on have... Google Images, and that's what it would look like in real life. <laughs> no, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they are. It's burn skin, and you got skin grafts. Yep, and they're stapled on. That's what it would look like in real life. So I don't think you want that. But the Denji teeth, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, Denji teeth. Yeah, that'd be I awesome. I would love some Denji teeth. But imagine biting, accidentally biting your tongue with Denji teeth. Yeah, I but, like how I go I there and be. all the images are blurred for safety. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, yeah. Skin grafts. That's what it would look like in real life. Imagine that, like, all on the bottom of your jaw and <laughs> on your hands and... Well, while uh, Zach looks that up, um, <laughs> I do want to go ahead and mention because it's something that uh, I say was yeah. uh, very generous in messaging us earlier in the week. And uh, again, yes. I am absolutely honored. And uh, I, again, I, I asked through the through messaging, but I want to ask you again: um, Are you sure? <laughs> but I say. Uh, was able to go ahead and, and buy some awesome anime merch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want, want Dobby's skin, skin anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good, call. good call. Um, But, so, Heise uh, bought some awesome anime merch, and uh, he was very generous enough to ask uh, if uh, he has a, a Shigaraki merch, and uh, he, again, very, very generous mm -hmm. to go ahead and, and message and ask, uh, is there a way that I can sign that for you? And, uh of course, I, I will absolutely sign that for you. And again, that's, that's completely crazy. generous on your part. And I'm honored that you would want me to go and sign your Shigaraki. And I'm taking it as a token where you also have the confidence in me to go ahead and uh, and work my ass off so that I could become the live action, um, you know, the live action Shigaraki. But yeah, in order for that to happen... Um, we talked about, we, we've been kind of thinking about, you know, uh, potentially getting like a P.O. box. And uh, I think that that's kind of like almost like a sign. And uh, we appreciate you again, Heise, for giving us that kind of green light to go ahead and really go ahead and and, uh, and get this P.O. box. Okay. Because initially we're like, I mean, what's the point of kind of getting a P.O. box, you know? But I mean, I guess there is a point. And, uh, and it's because of our generous friends that, you know, want to go ahead and do stuff like that. And, uh, and again, Heise, we're absolutely honored and, uh, you know... I will get a P.O. box and uh, I will have a huge update for you guys next uh, weekend. Uh, so just be on standby, um, Jacob, and uh, 
and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll get the info to you guys out. But again, you know, it's it's going to be something that's cool. I mean, obviously, you guys don't feel obligated, or we, we don't want to yeah, force you guys do to not, do it. Of course, yeah, but you don't have to. You know, if you guys, really just you know, again, this is a generous gesture. So if you guys wanted to go ahead and uh, by chance have us again, why would you want to? But again, uh, have us go ahead and sign, uh, send something so we can sign something for you guys. Uh, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Or even if you guys have some just awesome like art, because we know that we have very creative friends and art uh, we can display. And if you guys have, you have some absolutely some some art that maybe you want to send us, we will go ahead so and. Physical to show while we I, while we shout you out. I will start putting art up on this wall behind me, yeah. and uh, also I want that poster back. So perfect. Yeah, you're very very perfect. Um, Lexi just wants to keep exposing left and right today. Um, this beautiful studio that we have here. Anything else you want to say, Lex? <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, guys. So again, you guys are way too kind. Uh, we love you guys so much, and. Uh, we will be getting a P.O. box and we'll have that update for you guys uh, next Sunday. Um, and uh, Mail time. Yeah, you guys, yeah, it'd be awesome if we're able to go ahead and, 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 and get some, even longer. some art and whatnot and stuff. Uh, and uh, and again, I'm honored, Unboxing. Jacob. So, so, wow, thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you. That's incredible. Yeah, you got some really cool stuff. But, um, but yeah, guys, so we're going to go ahead and continue on with this episode. Um, and we do have, again, we have a Q&A to go ahead and talk about. We have a poll question to go ahead and uh, talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh has an interesting question. Oh, we got our friend Eddie joining hello, us as well. Eddie. What hello, is hello. up, Eddie? I don't know what my favorite opening is. Favorite opening? I first mean, one. you like the first one? Special place. Yeah, that first one is just still, it's just so good. On now its, it's come to the point where it's a mix of nostalgia. I mean that's true, but for me the nostalgia it gets me every time when I hear like the the outro, the outro for that's season deep. one. Yeah, yeah, same. That same. one always the gets me. The outro of season one will yeah make me feel nostalgic. But for opening, the one for me the like first one came to my mind. It's rumbling, rumbling. I love it. it like literally, is it's it just gets me freaking just fired up every single time. Yeah, you know. <sighs> Talking about the soundtrack, yeah, I don't know. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Volgo and Kafig is, uh, is. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah! I love yeah. Volgo and Kafig, and also um, you see big. Also, you see big girl. That's also great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's oh, so many good ones. I mean, there was uh, two years ago when you know how they do like the Spotify Wrapped or whatever, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it told me my most played uh, artist was uh, Hiroyuki Sawano. I believe is how you say his last yeah. name, but that is the guy who uh, the composer for the soundtrack of uh, Attack mm-hmm. on Titan, and uh, that's because I was just literally listening to that that soundtrack like all day at work, and um, and yeah, so there's just so many good ones. We would love to go ahead and hear where you guys' favorite are because that's an interesting question from from Josh. You guys have a favorite song from the soundtrack? Yeah, guys, even have a favorite opening? We would love to go ahead and 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 uh, yeah, and, and find out. His apprentice did the soundtrack for season four. Wow. Ooh. That's pretty incredible. Aww, that's kind of sweet. You know what I love, too? I love the fact that we're, we're finding out, obviously, a lot about you, too, Josh, because this we've you know this is a very, very new uh, friendship that we have here, and we love the fact that you obviously are very, very knowledgeable in your uh, Attack on Titan info and knowledge and stuff, and uh, that's awesome, man. We love that uh, you know your stuff. We have many friends here that join us uh, each and every week that know their stuff, and uh, that's what's so fun, too, about streaming live with you guys is that you guys inform us on a lot of awesome little fun facts uh cool little uh 
reasonings and meanings behind certain things, you know, in episodes and uh, and yeah. So um, yeah, it's really it's just someone is really good. That's yeah, that's cool. I did not know that. That's kind of sweet. All right. But um, I think we should go ahead and just jump right into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. I have it on hand. So without further ado, Lexi's going to go ahead and uh, give us the results on the Q&A in the poll. So uh, do your thing, Lex. I'm going to go ahead and start with the Q&A that we asked you guys last week. We asked you, do you think a scout has ever tried to cut out of a Titan from the inside? Mm. And do you think it would work? This is actually a question from Josh. Yeah, from Josh. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. We won't, we've also like wondered this because, I mean, this is a reference to the last episode where we saw the the Rod Rice Titan get blown up from gunpowder from the inside and like we've also just like theorized about it multiple times yeah. and and yeah Josh helped us with And again this, this is barrels and barrels and barrels of gunpowder that yeah. a Titan is literally carrying so again it's this a is lot. we're talking about a scout you know so yeah. that's a lot of like, firepower you think a scout could cut out of a it? lot of firepower and so uh Urban did say that the tissue is much softer inside yeah, I mean, but it's true. Does that mean that it's and easier so it's to a, cut out, or it's an interesting question, and we would love to go ahead and find out from the responses on uh, how our friends go ahead and uh, and they think. So um, let's hear them. All right. So first response is from friend of the show Bobby Seven. Hello, Bobby. Very cool. Bobby hey. says. Um, if they were whole, most likely, but unfortunately, any Titan would have healed too fast to make an escape. That is a great point. Interesting. Yeah, it's a great point because obviously we know that Titans are able to regenerate, right? So mm-hmm. if you go ahead and you're carving a Titan from the inside, you would only imagine that just the Titan itself would probably instinctually start beginning healing. to heal itself, right? And then the steam would also like. But is the steam? Are you like burning yourself, boiling yourself quicker by you're trying to go ahead That's and cut thinking. through, and all of a sudden it starts steaming up, getting even hotter? At that point, it turns into a... Well, if you're on the inside, at that point, it turns into a sauna. Yeah. So it's just going to keep getting hotter Cause does, hotter. Because it would steam from the inside, right? Because steaming is the healing. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's nowhere else for it to go. Unless you slash all the way through, then it can escape out. But if you're not all the way through, it'll be steaming inside. But that's a great point, though, from from Bobby. It's... uh, I mean, we... I don't know why I didn't even think about like, the Titan just regenerating itself and stuff. Yeah. And healing itself. I did not think. Thank you for that insight, Bobby. That's really interesting. Another friend of that obviously knows your stuff too, because Bobby he goes and he uh, responds pretty much every single week, and we always have uh, great responses from Bobby. So uh, thank you so much again for another amazing response. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Hater Xenon. Who is our which friend is Josh? Our friend Josh. I repent. AKA Denji. AKA Dobby. AKA Jaegerist One Hundred One. Um, no, you have Jacob confused. Oh, no. It'd be Jacob, Jacob, yeah. Duh. That's Heise. Because Heise says, I'd be Denji and Heise get out of a Titan. <laughs> but uh, I repent, a.k.a. Hater Xenon, a.k.a. Josh. Yes. He said that just Josh is fine. But uh, he says, I'm positive it's happened. No way every scout was crunched on. Yeah, I mean, again, it just depends on the scout. I think that um, if you have a scout that is, you know, that's, I guess kind of a more well-trained not as frightened yeah. higher ranking scouts yeah 
that is not going to go down without a fight. I mean, I guess, yeah, but those are very few mm-hmm. in Attack on Titan, at least so early on, right? If we go yeah. back in history, I mean, we're not really fighting against Titans back then. Titans are kind of just Roman doing their thing. And we're, while human civilization, they're all staying sheltered inside the walls. I mean, yeah, the scouts are the ones going out there, but how many times do we see early on in Attack on Titan when the scouts come back, they are, they've lost so many numbers, you know? Yeah. And, um, Unfortunately, and I just I don't know. I I think that there's very few scouts that would go ahead and put up a fight if they were eaten by a scout, you know. And the ones that kind of come to mind, I think, would be obviously Levi, somebody that no doubt would go ahead and carve his way out. Wanted to see he would fight his way out. I've wanted to see Levi get swallowed whole Mm -hmm. and just from the inside slice a head off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be amazing, too. Yeah, that'd be just cool. Just thinking about it, even just visually, right? It's like, wow, that'd be an iconic moment. Um, And he would definitely act fast and oh, yeah. uh, be efficient i mean another one that comes to mind obviously second in who in terms of you know the the, the scout order of yeah. of, of time killing and uh, that'd be r.i.p mike i think mike yeah. if he was swallowed whole by a titan obviously he was ripped apart by titans you know yeah. and stuff yeah, but he swallowed whole didn't give much of a chance yeah i think that uh mike for sure would have gone and uh put up a fight you know I mean, do you have anybody else in mind that you're kind of thinking of? Other than, like, Mikasa? <laughs> yeah, Mikasa, of course, but you know? I'm just thinking about the fact that I feel like I'm having deja vu because we literally talked about this exact thing from, like, season one mm. where we we reference Hercules and how we're like, oh, yeah, the way he, like, cuts his way out after he gets swallowed. Yeah. And then it keeps growing heads and then... Da, 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 da. Oh, what a throwback. Yeah, I mean... But that's all I'm thinking about right now. Well, Hercules is, like, a demigod, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Hercules obviously can because he's a demigod. He's Do we like have any demigods here? Do we have any yeah. demigods here in Attack on Titan? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is Ymir so. a demigod? Aaron. Technically, Aaron at this point. I guess Aaron is as close as a god as there is in Attack on Titan because of just everything that he has uh, manipulated for his uh, favor. But, um,. Yeah, I mean, again, thank you so much. I feel like we're getting a little bit off track here, but uh, Bobby, thank you so much again for your response. Do we have more? Um, that was yeah, yeah. So we had Bobby. That was Josh, and now we have I am Storm, mm-hmm. who is Heise, aka, AKA Bobby, Jacob, aka Denji, aka yeah. Jacob, and we have Jacob. Says, um, he simply says no because no, no because no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, simple as that. Sure. I mean, again, we know that these Titans are a force to be reckoned with, you know, regardless of their nature, whether they are the kind of pure Titans outside or whether they are abnormals or Titan users. Obviously, you know that you don't more than likely not. There's very like small percentage chance that you're surviving. Right. And that's mm-hmm. if you survive, it's probably because they are allowing you to survive. You know, they're like, kind of just not worth your time. But, um, but yeah, I do want to say I thanked Bobby twice. I, I believe the response before that was actually Josh. So, Josh, mm-hmm. thank you for your response. Yeah. Um, and obviously now. um Jacob, thank you so much for your response. And uh, it's very, very just uh, to the point. No, because no. Yeah. And we love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And next we have another friend of the show who's joining us, Eddie. Yes. Eddie says, um, no, I don't think so, but would work enough. But it would work with enough speed from the ODM cable. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing, too, is that would you you be able to go ahead and generate enough steam inside this kind of like stomach sack that we see was spilling out yeah. from you know obviously You'd have to the, like shoot up the rod titan from the stomach up to the neck yeah it's like for yeah, i feel like you could also force. get out through the stomach well you just be harder yeah i mean the, the he wouldn't die is the thing but you could still get out but he wouldn't die because obviously you're not cutting through the nape 
So the Titan wouldn't die. Now that would be badass. If you go ahead and you freaking slice through that nape from literally inside of the throat, just like, yeah. boom. Just shoot straight up and... Yeah, I yeah. think that would be like the coolest. I mean, that's basically what the question is, but about like, because not only did you escape, you also killed it. Yeah. So you don't have to it's worry about credit. it snatching you up again. Yeah, extra Bonus credit. Points, You're just that points. cool. Yeah. Um, the only one but that yeah, thinking that off about the whole like speed aspect of it with the ODM cables, I didn't really think about that. Good, good insight, Eddie. Great insight. I didn't really think Levi's about that. Levi's the only one. So just Levi could do it. Yes. Okay. Smaller in nature, it can go ahead and yeah. generate speed a lot quicker. Obviously, it has his uh, method of attacks and stuff. You know, where it requires a lot of velocity. And uh, I don't see anybody else being able to go ahead and do that. The closest person would probably be Mikasa, but I think that she still wouldn't be able to go into it. See, that's close there, Heist. I know you were on the same wave wavelengths yeah, here, but... Mikasa. I was thinking about that. I just... I, like, what about, what about I don't know if Mikasa quite is up there. She's close. But I think Levi might be, might be the only guy. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but thank you for that, Eddie. Next we have, and last response, is from our friend of the show, Kyron. Portraits by K.A. Yeah. Says, Son. I feel like Son. it'd no, be a Drax moment in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. So, oh. no, I don't think it would work. The one where literally he's inside <laughs> that, like, that, yeah, he's trying to <laughs> he go exactly. Wow, yeah. But That's we did true. have the Irvin Smith say that the tissue's inside. It'll be much softer. That's, yeah. my, that's my Irvin Smith impression. And Smith impression. Pretty good. Yeah. Can you imagine but, Irvin Smith, the uh, commander of the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that no. way. Instead of Star Lord, instead of Star Lord, let's mix them a little bit. You have the human that is, I should say, the human that is taken from Earth, right? Taken away from their family or whatever. Let's just say, like again, for to give you a little bit of a. A weird scenario here is that Irvin's father was just killed by the government, but Irvin is a young boy just going out there and running out into like the open field or something. Or let's say he goes outside the walls because he's just like, no, no, dad, whatever. Somehow he's able to go outside the walls. And then Yondu just, <laughs> Yondu just, hey, there's a human. Yeah. Mine. Whoop. All right, we got Picked one. Him. But how do you think Irvin would like react to dealing with Drax and like Mantis and Rocket? No, I feel like if like, Irvin was I think that he would domesticate them. Galaxy. He would domesticate them? Yes. You think that they would be like more like they would be more like, yes sir? They'd be like way more well trained. Yeah. You kidding me? That's true. Yeah. Look at what Irvin's no, able to do the, with the a bunch thing... of scared grown men and scouts and stuff. He's able to get them to literally commit suicide. Yeah, because the biggest thing is that like well, it's not obviously hard to get they don't that. they don't really respect Peter because they're like, what? Bro. And then Irvin But then Smith, when they see Irvin, they're gonna be like, that's a man to respect. Yeah. But then that's my commander. Irvin goes on his Guardians of the Galaxy like adventures. But then during the rumbling, coming from the sky, Irvin returns to go ahead and take mm -hmm. care of Aaron Yeager, right? Because he goes back to his home. He for whatever reason and he comes to find out that shit's been happening What's over the there, right? Yeah. Irvin or Aaron is Irvin's ego. Aaron is Irvin's ego. The big planet? Yeah. Oh, ego as yeah, in like ego, the actual character yeah. ego. Okay, okay. Ego. I, I was thinking like, I'm trying to think of like, I know no, Aaron no, has a big ego, ego, but... Like, no, no, no. The Aaron character, okay. Irvin's, like legitimate, like, 
eagle. Yeah, the, the planet destroyer, planet. sort of speak, you know? Yeah, Jean is the warlock, and... <laughs> Jean. <laughs> I was going to say Connie, but I was like, and no. Sasha is Mantis. Yeah, but I, honestly I like feel the idea like of them being still them, and then you yeah, obviously you weird, just like, just blend of, blend of weird realities. And then how cool would it be if, like, they're they're fighting as, obviously, as, as hard as they can, you know, the scouts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Unfortunately, Sasha would not be a part of that battle, but... And then, uh... You have like they're almost like oh my god, there's nothing else we can do, and then just almost like that Thor entering Wakanda moment. You just have dropping from like the sky or whatever, just ship and stuff like that, and come walking out to some awesome soundtrack or whatever is gonna be Irvin Smith, right? And this freaking he's probably still has a scout. He probably still has a like scout jacket, right? Mm -hmm. Or somehow he has a scout because obviously it was, it was in that's board, his Walkman. Somehow he has a scout jacket his, that's all just scout jacket. cool looking and stuff, you know, dangling sleeve, <laughs> and then. uh I don't know. He wouldn't have lost that, though. That's the say, thing. He, he wouldn't him. have lost that. I honestly think that Urban would get... Event. He has to lose it. And I then uh, somehow he had lost it in space somehow. Yeah, yeah, somehow. No, I've always compared... Rocket Rocket build like Irvin. a robot arm. I know. Now he has a robot Ooh. arm. But the, no, he wouldn't because he'd be like, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I need your arm. Look, I always compared Irvin to the guy from the first movie from the prison. What a bunch of a-holes. Oh, okay, Just, okay. It was just like I honestly feel like Irvin from the prison the, the, from the, the first movie. The first movie. Yeah, the first first the movie. Who, the one who looks at him, be like, "What a bunch of a holes." Because the guy, for whatever reason, it comes to my mind for the first movie, talking about like that prison, whatever is uh, uh, that one dude freaking where Gru literally just like sticks his fingers up his nose and just like <laughs> whatever. And he, what is it? What does that guy say? Like, like look what we have here, whatever. And he's trying. He's like the 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 prison bully guy or whatever and stuff. Do you remember that? I remember. I don't. No, I don't. I only remember yeah, that yeah. scene. So he's I don't just, a, he's just a tall, like blue-looking buff like, character and stuff. And then group puts him in his place very, very quickly. And then Rocket uh, makes it clear to uh, everybody there. He pointing Gamora, saying that this one here is our booty or whatever and stuff. You know, because now they own the prison. Yeah. But uh, clearly, Guardians left. A good impression on you guys. <laughs> well, I remember that scene. I don't remember that. I remember. I don't remember the, the, I, don't, I can't put a face. That, you know, that was about. literally in the trailer. I know. I was like, that's in every trailer ever. Bunch the, what a bunch when of they're all standing. He kind of has an accent. And they're all lined up in the. Prison. What a bunch of a holes. Oh, Peter Serafinovich or whatever. They call themselves the guy. The guy, of the the guy who voiced Darth Maul. Yes. Sure. That guy. What a bunch of a holes. He didn't wow. play Darth Maul. He voiced him. He voiced him. Yeah. In what? In, in Phantom Menace. Oh. Yeah, there was a guy there who played Darth Maul, and then there was a guy who voiced Darth Maul. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Hmm. Oh, there I just go. know the guy who played him. Now nah, I know you're talking about Because he yeah. forgot to take out his, his helix piercing, and now Darth Maul canonly has a helix piercing. Yes. Because now they animate it and everything. But I, what I was trying to say was I honestly feel like Irvin Smith would get along really well with Nebula. I feel like they'd be like... Mm. Great commanders. Nebula now. Yeah, Nebula now. Hmm. I could see that because it'd be like she's so like straight to the point, has to, like get things done. Like that's how. That's Doesn't what Irvin feeds any off of. Her of. Thought process. That's what Irvin feeds off of. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like they'd get along really well. Lex, do you and Zach like any of my hero characters? If so, which is your favorite? Uh, just think you guys can sign too if you want. Uh, my favorite My Hero character is Bakugo. I had I know a that's huge your favorite, Bakugo, I a huge Bakugo yeah. phase. So, still, still love that man. 
either Mirio or Hawks. Yeah. Those two. Two good choices right there. Yeah. Very, very good. I feel like it'd be poetic if you signed a Hawks one. <laughs> yeah. But again, for you to want to, for you to want us to sign your stuff is again just very, very generous. Hi, so thank you. We don't have to sign anything. We're just some random people that like anime. And honestly, the fact that you join us here and you chat with us, man, that's enough. Okay, just you are amazing. We we love you guys so much, and uh, and uh, you very very cool. Earlier on, about the question about the openings and stuff, Heisey did mention that he's tossed between season one opening and rumbling. Season one outro ending mm-hmm. makes him want to cry. Same. Yeah. Me too. That one is like, oh. Uh, do we miss anything else? I don't say as much, but this is one I will say. I wish I could forget everything. Yep. So I says, I wish that I can forget everything from AOT and just experience it all again. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, wow. Like, it's like, I think about that with a lot of songs. It's like, dang, I wish I've never heard this so I could hear for the first time again. Yeah. And Zach, do me a favor. Go ahead and read that last message. Ooh. By he's coming Monday, Monday, do you mean Zeno Robinson? Yeah, Zeno Robinson is showing up. Zeno Robinson's coming on Monday? Love Zeno Robinson. We're going to have Zeno Robinson on an episode. That'd be awesome. Yeah, very cool. Do you have any other but responses or no? That is all of the That's Q&A. The Q&A responses. Now on to the poll. Thank you guys for all of your Q&A responses. Yes. Very much appreciated. Thank you guys for all your beautiful insight from your beautiful minds. Um, next... For the poll, we asked you guys, what is the most insane moment in this episode? Referring to what? season three, episode nine, which was last week's episode. Yes. Um, what are the, the options? options? In no particular order are, sorry, are Rod Titan's tomato face. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Um, Aaron explodes the Rod Titan, which yeah, we was very just talked about. We talked about that. Um, Historia kills her father. Also very Delivering insane. Delivering that yeah. final blow. Yes. And Historia declares herself the queen. Dramatic. Yes. She's insane so dramatic. Too. Yeah. But also insane. Very good. Um, so we want to find out what you guys thought was the most insane moment. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So very interesting. These are all very close, I will say. These are all very close really? in, in, in voting. Ooh. It's about time. <laughs> so, I'm ready for that one. And... <clears throat> With the least votes, Whoa. we have a tie for last. Tie for last. Both at 20%. Okay. Damn. Which is Aaron explodes the Rod Titan and Historia declares herself the queen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they're both at the bottom at 20%. 20%. Oh my. And the next voted is at 26%. 26. Damn. At 26%. Is Historia kills her father, oh, which, means which means the top vote getter with thirty four percent is Rod Titan's tomato face. Yes, yes. And I want to ask you both: <clears throat> What did we vote? How did you vote? I am agreeing. I voted for Rod Titan's tomato face yeah. because I think it was insane. Because we talked about this the other day. I think it's really insane because of how anatomically correct it is. Yes, exactly. And how realistic it is. And I was like, hmm. That's the one. Yeah. Because I'm a sucker for anatomically correct stuff and for like an anatomy <laughs> stuff because that's kind of my major. Yeah. So. Why about you, Zach? I voted for that. I voted for the tomato face. Yes. Yeah. So I same. remember. I remember seeing the eyes in the scenes prior while he was dragging his face along the floor, and I was like, I was like, oh, cool. So we're still gonna get to see like <clears throat> a face, and then he comes up the wall, and I was like, yeah, no face. No, no, no. eyes. No <laughs> face. No nothing. Okay, cool. And I was tomato like, face. I literally remember looking at him being like, "Looks like a tomato." Yeah, and yeah. Uh, or like when you like cut like a bell pepper. 
Yes, yeah. that's better. And we all the all the seeds are like the teeth. But yeah, he looks like a sliced tomato. Yep. But it's an anatomically it. correct like sliced tomato. You have the sinuses, you have the eye socket, you have the brain, you have the the soft tissue, you have the two muscles because your tongue is split into two different muscles. You have that split in the middle. Like it's I. That's why I think it's the same because oh, I'm geez. a nerd. Here he goes. <laughs> and he was somehow able to grind his teeth down to just so so straight and so perfectly. Yes. Um, but yeah, I am in agreement with our with our audience. I I agree that that's the most insane part. And what who did who did you what who what did you vote oh, for? What did I vote for? What scene did you vote for? Tomato <laughs> face. Yeah, more more in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I love me really a tomato good. face. Name of my. So your band Bakugo's coming in. Bakugo will be a special edition pop that's special coming Special edition? Whoa, why does she get special and edition? You can no, sign. That will get Hawks one. And you can sign. Was planning to get anyway. Aww. That's so freaking cool, Thank man. Thank you. Ooh, wow. Discount, what Jacob. the heck? You are... I need to practice my signature. Oh my yeah. gosh. What I'm, the heck? I'm How am I going to sign it? I got the discounted one. That's all good. I'm a special. Hey, no, I'm still loved, though. That's the thing. Discounts are very much still loved. I'm okay with being discounted. Yeah. I mean, hey. I mean Eddie helping chose... our boys save money. That's how it is. Exactly. Yeah, Eddie chose... Eddie chose Aaron exploding the nape. Exploding the yeah, nape. that's what I thought was was going to be second. Uh, I thought I that honestly, that was going to be higher. I love the tomato face, but I thought that that was going to get first. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that Aaron exploding was going to get... It was definitely a very higher. insane scene because, again, let's talk about the fact that we yeah, talked about it too, right? When you watch it... We get a booty shot. It makes it seem like... Aaron. The barrels are literally bouncing off of Yuck. the like inside muscle tissue of the gums, and it's like, oh shit, Aaron's done for. Yeah, you know. But then the next scene we get literally is the freaking explosion just- and like the rod titan bubbling up and just like, and the next thing you know, just full on exploding into giant father chunks. Father, father chunks. chunks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like a thumbnail. <laughs> that one made me. Like it's insane. I mean, you feel a little weird, Father Chunks. You know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it is, I mean, it, is our, it is in our thumbnail. Yeah, that's the thumbnail. Thank that, you, Nate. Yeah. Shout out to Nate. Love you, Nate. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, that that scene was absolutely insane because I mean, it exploded, and you just like when you have this titan of this magnitude and size, you know, just blowing up and becoming literally just shredded pieces of just like titan chunks, right? And then like you got Irvin's like, like scouts move, like find the nape, you know, and it's like, all right, very very cool. I just think the animation was great on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's an incredible moment. But I still don't understand the fact that uh, that uh, that Aaron was able to go ahead and just shield up and and block that explosion. I feel like he. But we talked about it. you said you said he went over and the like the force like kind of caused him to fly off the wall. So maybe he didn't get a full on just like impact blunt impact of exactly of the entire explosion. You know. Um. Yeah, Zach just got a Hawks. Got on a discount. Awesome. Yep. Is this your guys' favorite arc? Uh, I don't know what my favorite no. arc is. Favorite arc? Wow. Uh, my favorite arc is the entire series, actually. <laughs> um, I got special edition Bakugo because he's my favorite character. You uh, can't say that because I say that's like right. the biggest cop out of a response. Yeah, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, I, I love, love all my kids I equally. I love everything. That's uh, the typical parent response. I love yeah. all my kids equally. We all know who your favorite is, all right? You don't need to pretend. What arc do I love? <laughs> the, the awkward silence spoke volumes. You don't need to pretend. 
I don't know. I don't know what you're necessarily trying to imply. Nothing. Just tell me what your favorite, just tell me what your favorite about, arc is. I've been thinking about literally what my favorite arc is, and okay. then there was like an awkward science. I no, looked no, no. at you and just, I was like, "Just tell me what your favorite arc is. That's it." Like, oh, she must be done talking. No, that's um. Is it my turn? Mom and dad are fighting again. Like, hmm. Just tell me what your favorite arc is. Tiny bladder. That's what I'm trying to think right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's a tough one. What the heck? Just say you love them all equally. No, because I don't love them all equally. <laughs> I hate the governmental the arc. That's by Titan. far my least favorite arc. And we had to talk about it literally in this season, season three, right? I like High Says' response. Season four is the best. Erase Gobby and it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Factual. I yeah. very much agree. War for parody is peak. And it happens usually every episode. And it happened today. You, you were it on a good- It hasn't happened in such a long time. You were on a good, time. like, literally three Can weeks. Can we get a bell from when that happened? <laughs> I know. Hit one of those sound effects. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done that in such a long time. I do love it when. I dropped my phone. The scouts went back to Shiganshin and to go ahead and battle, obviously, the armor, the colossal, and the beasts. And yeah, I know. That awesome one's really cool. And then, so that I, think, I think that's mine. Yeah, that one's that just so cool. So many cool moments. That or the charge up to the Beast Titan and then the Levi Beast Titan fight. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of in that same arc, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. 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 Damn, we get a lot in that one arc. Yeah. I'm just so. gonna give an answer and say that my favorite is the female Titan arc. Really? Because that's like the first time we get like a whoa, there's, uh, there's. You know what's funny? Others and they're they're betraying us and whoa, it's, it's like so we're saying new. this though, like specifically you and me. It's kind of like in a way a little hypocritical from a poll that we had about best season, right? Oh, <laughs> it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is, is a little bit hypocritical. Because for me, I was like, season four, but season three is so close, and you're asking me, you know, Josh yeah, asking me like, oh, arc, and I'm so like, oh, it's probably, honestly, oh, season but... three this moment, you know, and... Um, so, you're, so you're switching I sides, I do want to say, though, that Siri flipped, you flipped the coin, the coin said the coin season said four. Season four. We'll right? see how it plays out. And yeah. uh, like I said, you know, at the start of that, when we discussed that question, I mean, people voted because we literally worded it so far mm -hmm. and obviously your mindset can change depending on how season four ends and season four was the most votes right mm -hmm. i believe yeah season four one Ooh, whoa that's a Pixis little disrespectful the manetta of aot i don't agree you watch your goddamn you have to elaborate on that one it's just because pixis you know he, just because he's a little bit of a creep a little bit of a yeah perv no yeah but no. he does it in like a tasteful way though Manetta doesn't do it in a tasteful way. Manetta no. is so bad that when the creator and the author of MHA answered everyone's like, we need an LGBTQ character, he was like, here's Manetta. Yeah. Like, this is your offering. It's like, here, Manetta's, what does wow. he buy or whatever? Like, here, yeah. Manetta's, Manetta's he's, buy. He's, here. Like, he's like, I love you, Deku. I love you so much. I'm like, really? Yeah. That's, I don't know what I would do without That's you. I, who I have representing me in the anime. Yeah. Hey, all that's I the say only is, bisexual. That was oh no the, no no. Um, I believe that's the only Toga, one. Toga Toga's also bi. Yeah, I'd say, rather have Toga represent me. Yeah, Toga Toga Toga. But that was one of my favorite like manga mic drop moments. When I read that, I was like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, he's like canonly like has he like canonically tough. has a crush. Everyone on was like Deku. Deku and Bakugo, Deku and Todoroki, and he was just like, I like want to go on Bakugo, and he was like, here's Purple Ball Boy. But I have a feeling though, Mineta is just gonna be a character where it's don't just ever disrespect. Just never gonna again. find love. Oh, that's too 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 much of a shame. Wow. Oh wow! You know, you just want everybody to be happy, but sometimes it's difficult when. Uh, oh, some Mineta of us just want to watch the world burn. Mineta is just yeah. He like, just Mineta wants is a to, joke. Yeah. He just wants to be knocked out by Midnight's Mist. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all he wants. I will say, though, Pixis, Pixis would certainly be okay with being sat on by what a mountain lady or whatever. Oh, oh. giant lady titan. Let's read the, the last comment by, have, by Josh. I mean, going to have decay, I bet. <laughs> what? Manetta with decay. So he can't touch girls anymore. Yeah. He's a baby, XD grape juice. Yeah. Manetta's a diaper baby. Yes. I still think about the, the whole, like, when he was, like, looking what was he doing like looking through a people or something for the oh no he thought that he could go like over the wall yeah. to see the girls That's like in their sauna Koda was like sitting there yeah right? and he's like huh and why was coda why were you sitting up there i know why were you up there with the birds but the thing is is when Lady he saw them he like he passed out but i was that the scene when when mineta was talking about like all their bodies and like oh yeah yamamoto like momo's Beautiful chest and da 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 da, and then you have um, you have a uh, key. Uh, they said everything except for like what the literally. What her name? Yeah, the one the, the earjack. Yeah, the earjack girl. Like she was what the one the who was overhearing it all, and she was like, he didn't say anything about. And she's like, he didn't say anything about like, me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. Maybe because he respects you, Kyoto no. something. I mean, we have all the answers right here. Oh my god. Question, I'm gonna leave you guys with something. Do you think Mineta pees grape juice? <laughs> no. I don't want Mineta it. pees regular pee. But, uh... Kyo if he wanted to, he could definitely go ahead and piss out some grapey juice. What the heck is her name? The Invisible Girl. Yeah, Invisible Kyo Girl is irrelevant. Kyoka Jiro. Kyoka Jiro. That's Kyo what it is. Jiro. And they just refer to her as... Jiro. Jiro, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or but I was trying to remember her full name, Kyoka Jiro. But if we're shipping it, and it, it seems like that's going to be a direction, right? It's uh, Jiro and uh, Denki. Denki, yeah. The best, best one. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's adorable. Yeah, because this is a my hero podcast today, guys. Oh, well, what's wrong? I mean, that's the thing, right? We love talking about a lot of different stuff. Uh, weird question, but have you guys ever been spoiled on AOT before? Yeah. Oh yes, I got spoiled on the manga. I know how it ends. I know the yeah. original ending. I don't know the new one. Yeah, me, I, me and AJ so also. I do saw want the to go ahead and disclaim here yeah. that I don't know the uh, ending, so I don't want to be spoiled on that. Okay. So well, I got spoiled on the original ending, and, and I would prefer to forget it. That's why I never bring it up because I'm trying to. Uh, the, of the, of the many was, things I forget, maybe I, I blocked wanted. it on my mind because now that my mind has like suddenly like started thinking about have I been spoiled by it, I do Quit remember seeing some it. stuff. Brain off. Um, yeah, that's what I usually do. But there's definitely been some spoilers. Yeah, we've just, we've been spoiled by some stuff, and, and uh, I didn't see it. And, and yeah, and thankfully, at least I can remember. There's nothing too, too big of, as far as spoilers go. Um, Heisa says I think Lex could be a toga live action. I would love to, but I just realized neither of you are caught up on the manga. Toga is getting some fire content right now. Oh, then I would definitely love to be. Like, I'm just gonna play all of like the. That's a tough the, spoiler of, right like, there. The bitches. I remember being spoiled by Annie being the female Titan because I liked her design and looked Aww. her up. Damn. Yeah, see, curiosity Damn. got the best of you right there. Yeah, that's one of those things where you just like can't search things up. Yeah. It's like when you go on Google and you you search up your favorite character and it says death at the end and you're like, uh. oh, episode damn. they died. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, what? That's why you can't go on Twitter anymore if you don't want to get spoiled for anything. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or I got spoiled on Instagram, actually. Like I was like swiping through. It's funny how we talk and about Guardians of the there. Galaxy, and just because I mentioned Twitter, I opened it, and this is the first thing I see. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
they're listening. Is there a person who I said, I agents are listening? Is there a person who wanted to be Dobby? I, uh, I would I would, not mind that. I, I would love to be Dobby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody necessarily in this room was specifically wants to be Dobby, but I mean, if any of us I were given the opportunity Ollie. to be Dobby, then yeah, live action. I mean, not that I can recall. On list? No, we don't. We don't know. No, I don't think so. Um. But overall yeah, anyways, awesome. I, I just realized we were talking. Oh, I want to be over. Well, yeah, yeah overall is, is badass. Yeah. Um, I just realized we were talking about the pool. So how do you guys feel about second place being Historia killing her father? I agree. It's a huge moment. I mean, obviously for her and her character with and with the development screen. and stuff, you know, and uh, and the again, just the entire just it really kind of like symbolizing her overcoming so much of her own insecurities and uh, so much of her being dependent on other people and then she decided to do this for herself despite Commander Irvin, despite others not even wanting her there on the on the battlegrounds, you know, and uh, she told them pretty much straight up, like, if you guys want me to be your queen, then you need to let me do this. And again, as, how, you know, fate has it, she's the one who found the nape. She went ahead and she did the final kill. Yeah. Awesome moment. And uh, now his story is a badass. And yeah. you have to realize this is the first time where the cycle's been broken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, she really broke that generational trauma. Look at her go. You know what? Speaking of trauma, and uh, we're talking about Historia here, is that uh, the manga, I mean, I came across Smith some really, like, shitty stuff about Historia and how really? they... Obviously, it's very tame in the anime about them just telling her that you're next in line to be the uh, queen, whereas in the manga, Levi literally has her by the throat, lifting her up and, 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 and like, intimidating and, and threatening her that mm -hmm. she will become... Oh. Queen, which is why she ends up punching him like later on and stuff, you know. But they made it kind of very. They made it more like. Yeah, more of kind of like funny thing. You easier know? to digest. They made it more playful. In yeah, sense. playful. That's what I was. PG. For. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's unfortunately you have Levi holding up a child yeah. by the throat. Historia has been dealing with a lot of uh, BS, and uh, but again, it's a huge moment I for feel her. Like he wasn't actually holding her up. It's just they're the same height, and he was just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh no, she's she's shorter than him. She's shorter, yeah. She's the shortest character. Yeah, she's very small. She's like four foot ten. I don't know, Tiny. actually. <laughs> but I think obviously that does uh, deserve to be second in votes. Yeah, and know? then the last being the Aaron exposes the raw titan. We were talking about that, but then also uh, Historia declaring herself the queen. And I feel like that's on the bottom because that's not as insane in the episode because it's kind of like talked about a yeah, lot it's, it's about. led up to like yeah. we have multiple episodes leading up to it yeah, and it's yes it's still it's still great it's yeah. still an excellent scene it's just not as insane because it's we are able to like prepare for it more i feel like I the dub takes away from that moment for me really because in the sub i was like yeah but in the when i was re-watching the dub i was yeah. like uh, it wasn't are, as are you okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. But yeah, those are all the votes. Wow. Thank you so much for everyone who voted. Yeah. I'm a racer head. You are a racer head. I'd rather be snap. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Draw thank these you. in the air doers. <laughs> thank you for all who voted on the poll questions. Uh, look out on the Instagram on our story because we post them every week. Yes. Q and A. Yes, we do. I mean, Q and A and poll on Instagram, and it's very nice too when we so do uh, Q and As, and we have to go ahead and think of something, and then but when we have our friends bring up awesome questions, and we're like, oh hey, maybe we can go ahead and ask our friends on Instagram, 
mm-hmm. it's always nice when you guys help us out with uh, coming up with awesome questions so uh, yeah so thank you thank you guys for yes. that appreciate it all right guys <laughs> what do we got going on here me and I say are dueling over who's gonna be who. Snipe. AJ's a racer head. I could be a racer head, no doubt. Aizawa for sure. I could just see AJ in a sleeping bag in front of a classroom. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't have to, you could keep the scruff and then keep the long hair. Yes. And high five. just be tired all the time and you'd be fine. Which I am. I'm very tired all the time. You would, I have those tired eyes, and uh, you would make an excellent Aizawa. But that's so too, too easy for you. We have to give you something harder. You know, I'm I think that I can definitely be an excellent there. Aizawa. I'll just talk like this the entire time, and I'll tell those damn kids, "Go ahead and do your work. Otherwise, I'm going to remove them from my class. And if you don't, then uh, I'm just going to erase your quirk and stare at you the entire time." Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm going to get that water, dude. You need to, to be really good at like side. keeping your eyes open, not blinking. You would have to train for that. So for the rest of this episode, you, you know what? are not allowed to blink. Now, just her quirk. What is my quirk? I don't know. Whatever it is, you can't use it. <laughs> okay. You just see the piercings fall oh, out you know of her face. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> what? What is the quirk? That's for you to decide. I don't know where your quirk his is. His quirk is like, his quirk basically present, Mike. My extrovertedness just disappeared. That's now addition as Aizawa. My quirk is extrovert. You think Aizawa? It just me. I'm just like extrovert. <laughs> you think you think Aizawa can look in the mirror and turn off his own quirk? That's could be interesting there, but that Limitless is like a loop. Quirk theory. That's a loop of weird, like kind of craziness. Yeah, right? it would end up happening. Danny DeVito's <laughs> Gran, Gran Torino. Torino. I would love that. Wait, but who would play the young Gran Torino though? Like when he's like tall and like handsome and. Rough. What was that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, there you where go. Him and Danny yeah, DeVito the, are when twins. When they're twins. I haven't seen that yeah. one, but I know that. Uh, it was funny. Yeah. I watched it like a couple months ago. It was really funny. Yeah. I don't know. Um, have we recapped yet? We haven't recapped, have we? No. I mean, kind no. of, but... I think that what is important to recap is... Um, the insane scenes from the poll question. I think that what we need to recap, though, is what happened with Kenny. Oh, yeah, the very ending ending. Yeah, the, the episode ended with uh, with Kenny being literally near death. The only um, one surviving from the... From his crew. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, he finds a nice tree... To just go ahead and uh, rest, and uh, he can't even rest because that damn runt Levi just appears out of nowhere, and um, and it seems like Kenny has uh, a trick up his sleeve still because he shows Levi that he still has a he's got a way to mm-hmm. potentially survive, and that is with the like Titan serum. Yeah, he's still got the the needle. Yeah, he's got the syringe, syringe that he can go ahead and do. It would just turn him into. A freaking, t- you know, it would just t- turn him into a pure titan. He wouldn't yeah, be able to, would, even if he ate Levi, he's not, tra- he's not changing back into happen. a human, you know? He yeah. would have to go ahead and obviously eat a titan user. But, um, but yeah, that'd be interesting to go ahead and see Kenny in titan form. Yeah, Josh says, always under the tree. Man. That's what it is, man. It's no, just all those beautiful symbolisms. Episode, where I was like, that's always around a tree. There's always the trees, like someone dying around the tree. You always have those specific flowers on. really kind of symbolizing, you and know, a bird peace and love. And whatever we're talking about, freedom. Yep, exactly. Josh, stop. You're spoiling the ending. Oh. Mm. Careful, Heisei. Hey, Heisei, Don't you're do spoiling it. it by saying that. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, But yeah. Can't spoil what's already been spoiled. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, so Kenny, he's the only one that survived, like Lexi said. And uh, we're going to kind of go ahead and uh, find out. I guess not necessarily how Kenny survives, because we know that he is able to just escape from the chapel collapsing 
We just but, get to see a little bit of a little bit of the in between. Yeah, a little bit. But this is going to be very Kenny focused episode uh, because something we've been getting in little like glimpses of in past uh, episodes is a specific character by the name of Udi. Mm-hmm. And Udi's going to be very important for Kenny, and we're going to find out why. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, guys, this is season three, episode ten. This episode's name is Friends, and this will be part one of our breakdown and discussion. So, uh, without further ado, narrator, go ahead and uh, get us started. Of course. So this episode begins as we hear some clanging as the MPs appear to be building some sort of platform with a banner on it. Uh, commander of the MPs, Mild Doc, watches as an NP approaches to say. Commander, we're good to go. Niall Doc announces to his builders. Now, drop it. And the NPs, the MPs drop and reveal a new banner, seemingly to indicate symmetry and a new united mindset along the three walls. Potentially a new mindset adapted because of the new queen. Potentially. However, back at the damaged open plains and forest nearby the cave in uh, the underground chapel... We flash back to Captain Levi examining the wreckage, and a scout runs in uh, a panic to report to Levi. Captain Levi! Captain Levi turns around and responds. What? You look like you're going to shit yourself. (laughs) The sweaty and alarmed scout reports. We found Kenny Ackerman! He's still alive! And then Levi gasps at the news. Okay, interesting. So very quickly, let's go ahead and let's talk about this very quick moment that happens literally at the very start of the episode before the uh, intro and um, I want to talk about what the MPs are building here mm-hmm. obviously this is new kind of banner and stuff and uh, for we, we all watched the episode and I want to get our thoughts on what we think this new banner really indicates what does it just mean? like a, a new under new management kind of thing Okay. Like new ownership, new queen, new the old king is gone. There's a new, like setting the tone for like a new leadership taking place. Okay. Is what I think. Interesting. You have any thoughts? Communism. Communism. All walls get equal privilege and treatment. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because I feel like that's something that a story I would want would just be like. No matter which segment of the wall you're in, you get treated the same. It doesn't matter anymore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, for me, I just, again, I think that when you had the walls, right, they're still in their kind of like wall formations. You have the three walls, but instead of having different symbols on them, all three have the same symbol, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, again, I interpreted that in being like, okay, um... Unity. There isn't going to be any kind of like hierarchy. There isn't going to be any kind of like, all right, you know, this wall gets certain privileges or whatnot and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's how I kind of interpreted it, being a united front, right? But then you have in the center of it is almost like this kind of like, uh, what is it? Almost like a, was there like a, a cross or something, like a plus mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, with like almost like a, a, a base or something or I don't know, like um, I'd have to go ahead and go go back and, and see it to see what exactly it is. But um yeah, I just think that it's going to indicate, like Lexi kind of mentioned, under new management, but also, like you meant, like combination of you guys. Instead of, again, having different goals, we want to have the same kind of 
idea on what we want to go ahead and accomplish here, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it starts with the queen, and then it, from then on, it goes down the the regiments. You know, yeah. all we walls know that, matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of banners. <laughs> Oh, uh, you guys don't like my banner? You guys yeah, don't like yeah, my design? Yeah. You got you got his feelings hurt. Um all good, bro. You're gonna leave it there. I was just um, petting him. Yeah, I think I just think that again, it's just um new mindset of just now having all of each other's backs and stuff, you know? And uh, I think that some of the events that had taken place and uh we know that the MPs they were against the scouts, but the scouts somehow were able to go ahead, well obviously with, with mm -hmm. Urban Smith leading the way, you know, uh really showcase what's really been happening and that is the collusion and whatnot within the government and really opening the eyes of Niall Dog because remember Niall himself was like like things are kind of weird here but mm -hmm. I've kind of been going along with the government but then he realizes yeah. now from Irvin of like okay the bigger things are happening there's, here yeah there's other stuff going so on so I think now again just the eye opening of having you know the commanders kind of being on the same page now right it's like okay you want all the regiments to be working together as a united front uh, soldiers working alongside each other right they understand now. Humanity. They realize now that there's a lot of big issues to come, and uh, you know they need to fight together as one. That's just what it is, and unfortunately, that doesn't. I agree. It doesn't stick that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, because obviously we know what happens down the line as the seasons kind of go on, especially in season four. Um, but I will say that the MPs are, they're doing better. Yeah. You know. We see here that they, you know, they're actually are working and, and building this new kind of yeah. platform, this new kind of banner, because how many times they just like, all right, no, we don't want to go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, they'll get not. some of the, you know, newer MPs to do it, or maybe they'll go ahead and they'll just kind of put off to the side. But there's a little bit of a sense of urgency from the MPs, and that's kind of what you want. So, and then we talked about it too, of, uh, I think it was last episode. Like I said, kudos to the garrison soldiers for actually fighting alongside the scouts against this Rod Titan. Yeah. Because they so easily could have been like, look, no, we don't want any part, you know, to do with that. Yeah. And uh, especially we aren't considering in combat, we aren't yeah, in like on Titan know? combat. That's not what we're here for. Yeah. Um, but they didn't I, do Titan combat. I like to think that, yes, United Nation of the Walls and, uh, we have a new queen, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, hi, say. I think you mean to say turning over a new leaf, but I agree, regardless on your um, your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree that it's like a a new beginning. Um, I'm just now reading. <laughs> I'm just now reading uh, Josh's. Yeah, interesting. The MP's got all the baddies, Hitch and Annie on Hitch top. And Annie. What about what? There's literally Mikasa, Sasha, Hanji. What are you talking about in the scouts? But there's Levi. Josh is just saying right from the echo that Hitch and Annie are his up. Uh, they're preferred. his. They're his top tier baddies. Yeah. Okay. Hanji, baby. <laughs> but all right, shall we continue? I guess we could because uh, the only other thing that maybe to go ahead and mention was uh, Levi returned over to that. Uh, to the wreckage there, right? Yes, we obviously yes, are aware yes. of that because we talked Levi's about it. And we, we hear that joke. that great line. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, you know, Levi and his lines. You know, he has a great Levi and his of, poop uh, jokes. Sarcastic. There's no way you just stuff. said that they're overrated. No way. <laughs> no way you just said that. Um, so disrespectful. But damn, yeah. I mean, you got to think like, what was his reaction? Huh? What do we think? The first thing that came to his mind uh, because obviously he gasped at the news of this, right? Like. The fact that the scout in a panic tells him that Kenny Ackerman is still alive. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was like, 
<laughs> Levi Jones like he thought that that was it. It was over for Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Probably just like, do you think that's yeah. why he went to the wreckage? Is maybe to go ahead and find Kenny's body? Yeah, probably. You think maybe like, he confirm. volunteered and be like, I'll go, I'll go, go, ahead. I'll go to uh, observe and and see yeah. what the damage. Also, he was there, so he could be like, yes, that person, that person, that person. Yeah, and also just confirm like, for himself that Kenny confirm, is dead, right? Yeah. yeah. Confirm casualties. But, but um, yeah. so obviously Kenny didn't go far because scouts were able to go ahead and find him. So um, whenever you're ready, Lex, we can go ahead and continue. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, as we continue the episode, we continue our trip into the past as we see a young adult Kenny desperately trying to avoid being eaten by a Titan uh, as he nervously swings his dagger into the air. The Titan, however, manages to grab a hold of him. As the Titan holds Kenny up in the air with one hand, we can hear Kenny's thoughts. For a long time, I actually figured I was the strongest man in the world. And the camera pans away from the Titan hand. And we see that this Titan is the founding Titan controlled by Uri. Uh, as Uri focuses his attention to Kenny while he's seen visible from his Titan body, Kenny's thoughts continue. So this is a Titan. I guess they really do exist. We zoom in on Uri as he has a strong focused gaze, zeroed in on Kenny as we stare into his piercing purple eyes. And Kenny continues. Within the walls, no less. A horse attached to a fallen over wagon aggressively neighs in a panic as we can see a young man standing next to Uri's partially developed Titan body with his rifle in hand, pointing it at Kenny. The young man is actually a young Rod Rice, and who's also Udi's brother. He says, Good. You hold him right there, Udi. But he quickly responds, Hold on, Rod. Don't shoot. Someone must have told him we'd be here. Probably a council member. We need to determine who it was. Young Rod responds, Fine. Make him talk with your power and I'll shoot him after. But he tells his brother, that I cannot do. This is a guess, but still, I'm fairly certain that this man's part of the Ackerman clan, which means that his motivations for raising a blade at me are entirely his own. And Kenny acts quickly as he throws his dagger towards Uri, and Rod Rice panics and worries, looking towards his brother. He sees that Uri blocked the dagger as we see that Uri put his hand up, showing that the dagger went through his forearm and stopped right before his face. Rod yells out to Udi. If you're not willing to kill the bastard, I'll do it for you. A defenseless Kenny now yells out. Ah, shit. Hey, are you really the king or what? Why don't you do the magnanimous thing and let go of me? Get your big hand off me. I gotta get out of here. Come on, just give me one more chance and I'll do the the right thing next time. As young Kenny continues his panic plea, Kenny continues his narrated thoughts. Against such overwhelming power, I had nothing. After all, he could have crushed me to death at any moment. Violence was all I had, and for the first time, it failed me. Looking, looking back on it now, I don't think my family's persecution was all that big of a part of what drove me. We see Uri's Titan hand place Kenny back to his feet, releasing him. As Kenny is frozen and surprised, Rod is also very surprised as he asks his brother, No! Why'd you... Kenny then falls to the ground in pain. 
Ugh, you hurt my leg. Rod Rice now notices Udi releasing himself from his Titan's body. Hey, Udi, you're crazy. What did you let him go for? Your voice won't work on an Ackerman. We have to kill him. As Rod continues to point his rifle at Kenny and as Udi walks towards Kenny, Kenny still has a trick up his sleeve. As he quickly pulls a gun from his coat and points it right at Udi, Udi stops. As we see Kenny nervously shaking, pointing his gun, Udi then drops to his knees, causing Kenny to wonder what's happening. Udi now informs Kenny with a heavy heart. Considering the persecution that your family's put through on my behalf, you've a right to hate me. That said, I must apologize because I cannot die just yet. Udi now bows to Kenny. Please forgive me. Both Kenny and Rod are stunned and confused. Even within the tiny world of the walls, I couldn't build paradise. I'm such a fool. Kenny continues his narrated thoughts. He was such an om, he was such an omnipotent king, and he bowed down to a piece of trash like me. His titan form, it shocked me plenty. But when he bowed, that rattled something inside me like nothing ever had before. I asked if he had any use for my blade, and Udi nodded. The scene changes to young Kenny sitting in a council meeting room, boots kicked up on the table with his hat slouched covering part of his face. Next time the council met, the man who tipped me off about Udi was gone. In his place sat the rice's new dog. Legs kicked up on the table. I'd found myself a new line of work. I felt a bit pathetic for doing it, but that did bring an end to the Ackerman's persecution. Kenny now overlooks what appears to be an underground city. Now, walking around in broad daylight was still more risk than it was worth, but I had fewer enemies. All right. Yeah, very interesting here. Um, so, as fate has it, um, Kenny came across the Founding Titan. And we find out that it actually was because somebody in this council tipped him about the location whereabouts of Udi. Mm-hmm. Right? Obviously, uh, somebody in that council was kind of being shady too. Right? Yeah. We don't know who that was necessarily, at least not in this episode. But um, <laughs> Kenny found out very quickly that this guy is a force to be reckoned with. And who is this guy? We talked about it. this guy, Udi, mm-hmm. is um, one of the uh, members of the Rice family. And he is an older brother to Rod Rice. Uh, he is one that uh, became the founding Titan. And um, we see that he has this kind of mindset of a very kind of holy person. Mm-hmm. A person that actually you can see he... Uh, is very self-aware of his lack of protection, maybe, towards yeah. humanity. Um, but he also is a, a forgiving person because in this instance, I mean, he has every right to go ahead and kill Kenny because I'm sure Kenny went to find Udi to kill him. Yeah. Right? But, um, but yeah, I mean... He's got a sense of justice. Yeah, which is... Uh, well, good when you have somebody who's kind of, you know, running the show a little bit. Um, but this is a very interesting uh, interaction. I'm assuming this is the first time that they obviously meet each other. Um, and Kenny himself says that this is the first time he sees a Titan because he's like, wow, so these are one of those Titans, huh? Mm-hmm. And I will say, if the first time you see a Titan is the founding Titan, then that's going to be, uh, yeah, gonna leave an impact, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then this Titan we but see is literally like a. Again, half-developed Titan that is uh, 
essentially not even a full body. It's pretty much torso up, not even yeah. fully developed. We just see kind of muscle tissue and stuff, right? Just that, there to get that job done. to the cannonball scene. Yeah, and uh, yeah, exactly. This this Titan is just face down, hand up, and just holding on to, to Kenny up in the air. Um, but obviously Kenny's not going to just willingly die like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who really wants to go ahead and kill Kenny is uh, we see a young Rod Rice. And, uh, you know, he's adamant about doing the... the being the one to go ahead and kill him if he obviously sees that Udi holds back a lot Mm -hmm. right Um, and uh, again he's just trying to be there for him as a brother which is you know it's admirable because Mm -hmm. a lot of people in his shoes you know probably wouldn't even want to go ahead and be involved to begin with if you don't have necessarily any like powers or whatever but at the same time I guess you would have the confidence knowing that your brother is the Titan like he will have my back question that scene where Udi says like Oh, like I can't die yet, or something like that. Is mm-hmm. that the flashback that we got? Yeah, yeah. That was the same. Yeah, moment. it was the flashback that but we I saw. Was die. this moment where he's just bowing to to Kenny, and Kenny's afraid, pointing his gun at him. We um, saw it in uh, all of Kenny's flashbacks. Yeah. Or when he was. This was at the end of the last episode when he yeah. was walking uh, through the tree. I believe so. Yeah, because we talked about how last episode kind of really uh, symbolized the fact of you know your life flashing before your eyes. I kind thought of, we right? got that when Historia slashed. The Nathan killed Rod. Um, with that, him, maybe. I think with with Rod Rice. I mean, um, we saw. Remember the moment where his he's pleading to his father. He's he's stuck in that cell. Um, there's a moment where his brother's telling him, like, "I'll handle it from here. Just pray for me." Mm. You know, and that's that, what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, no, you're right. and then and then him and then and then and then Rod is also. Uh, trying to kind of like you know he's talking to Alma who ends up being he's conf- he's like confiding yeah. her right feels like she's the only person that can understand, right. understand. Right. we see him looking down on her dead body we got know? that we got the one I was thinking of with as Kenny, Kenny was going as Kenny tree. is sitting down in the tree yeah um, and so let's kind of go ahead and, and talk about uh, again just uh, this moment here of Udi sparing Kenny of all people, you know, Kenny the Ripper. Don't know if necessarily he was Kenny the Ripper to this point. We see he's a very uh, much but younger. He to know that he's an Ackerman, that that is Kenny. Yeah. Um, Somehow. Which is, again, let me find that kind of quote because this is something interesting that Udi tells him. Uh, and he's, he tells him uh, that, um, my guess, I'm fairly certain that this man is, like you said, like part of the Ackerman clan, mm-hmm. which means that his motivations for raising a blade at me are entirely his own. Yeah. So again, does that have so to do with wasn't the kind of to kill me. lineage of the Ackermans and the the Rice family and stuff, and how they're kind of just drawn almost magnetically together and stuff? Because mm-hmm. obviously the Ackermans were the ones that are kind of like the protectors, right, mm-hmm. of yeah. the Rice family and stuff. Um, and so is that kind of what he is insinuating here? I think I he's insinuating think so. that there wasn't someone that was a part of another group that was sent out to kill him, mm-hmm. like someone that there is was no third party trying to think. Because I'm sure that they do have obviously they have enemies, being the founding Titans and being royal family and everything that they're, they would be sent out for like assassinations but I think that they're like oh yeah he's an Ackerman so he's normally he's supposed to work with us so he has his own personal motivations yeah I do want to go ahead and kind of talk very quick but um, I mean a chat real quick but uh, do you have a point too Zach to kind of yeah I was going to say it's pretty similar like I feel like one it confirms a third party for them yeah and two it means that well, they already understand the persecution, so they're like, it makes sense. Yeah, it's more. It's just like a confirmation. Like, 
Well, he wouldn't do it unless someone brought him into it. And he's probably only accepted it because of the persecution. Mm-hmm. So it's more mm-hmm. like a confirmation of them than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, but I do want to go uh, to chat because we have some really good comments here. And uh, one from saying, I've always wondered why Udi aged so fast. Mm-hmm. He was a kid when he got the founder and at his final year, he was old as hell. Yeah. And that's yeah, something we've also questioned later. as he well, He should have been too. like 26. Yeah. Like he should have been like 28. Like, do we have uh, any kind of potential thoughts behind that? Were we, were we giving any sort of answers? Be what happens towards the end of you having the Titan. Uh-huh. Maybe because like, it ages it ages you quick. But maybe certain Titans kind of take a toll on the body. I would imagine that the founding time would be well, one of those. Because that's what um, Josh says, and and in response to Heise, in response to probably him. accelerated uh, his aging. And said yeah, maybe so it's a royal founding titan. The founding titan caused you to age in dog years or something. Yeah. yeah. He said maybe it's a royal founding titan thing, which what other people of royal blood have we seen with titans? Um, Zeke, obviously. But Zeke never Zeke, became the founding titan, though. No. So the only other person was I could think of would be like Frida, but Frida obviously was like, what, two years into yeah, it? Yeah, two or three Frida years. Two years. I feel like it's just any titan wielder once you get to the end of it. Like once well, you we've get to we've the seen Titans year. at the end of theirs before, I'm pretty sure. Like, isn't Zeke reaching his end? I will say, Aaron's though, reaching his another, end. Another Titan user that was towards the end of their tenure and who looked pretty old, and we don't know that necessarily their age was Aaron Kruger. Yeah, and Aaron Kruger is another character where you see him. He That's again, yeah, 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 very experienced, very old in the kind of face and stuff, you know. Um, so I feel like that just happens more in the last year. So, Last look, year just so looking up you. here, mm-hmm. and again, it's uh, it's exactly what Heise and even uh, um, Josh is kind of uh, in response to. Uh, he's saying that here, on Google, I should say, the reason to his old appearance could be effects of the founding Titan. Um, says each Titan holder experiences this. We can assume that these inheritors age faster than any other human being. So there we go. I guess if you are um, a Titan holder... Then it makes sense that the effects of, you know, I feel like that having that Titan as your Titan's regeneration starts to wear off at the end of your tenure. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that I always found very, very like very confusing was uh, every time it showed Udi, he appeared to be very old, very experienced yeah. and stuff. You know, obviously he's a wise character, um, but when we see him acquire the the founding titan he's a child he looks yeah he's, he's exactly he's, yeah. he's a child you know um so in this in this specific scene we can imagine that he probably had the founding titan for for a few years mm-hmm. right the moment when he meets kenny yeah but uh but yeah so there we go i guess it has to do with the effects of that specific titan um maybe the titans again each specific titan has its own wear and tear factor on uh on the the user Mm-hmm. Um, some probably uh, worse than others and again the founding titan seems like it would be something that would take a toll yeah if you have the ability to, have, to cause people to forget yeah like stuff you can alter memories yeah then, and you're of royal blood you yeah. have all of this power in this control titan, you know titans and stuff then and i think that, it would age you more yeah i think that it definitely would um i would be confused if he was like a jaw titan or something and was like aging really yeah fast. exactly like, what <laughs> All you do uh, is bite stuff. What are you talking about? Eddie has a question, <laughs> no. too. Because, uh, Eddie, I have a question. Why did Kenny ever try to make him renounce his vow? Why did or why didn't? I know. Eddie says, why ever, did Kenny? Why did Kenny ever try to make Udi renounce his vow? 
Interesting. About like making the. Is he talking about Udi's vow about like he vows to like make, like to rebuild humanity, like mm. like make everyone, you know. Maybe that's something that we're gonna go ahead and find in next week's episode because, um, you know, this is just uh, kind of the tip of the iceberg. The introduction we have of the two characters you. here of Udi and of uh, of Kenny, and. Uh, I mean, with, with Kenny, in terms of trying to make him do anything, I mean, right here, Kenny literally says that he's he is the new, like, lap dog. Yeah. You know? He knows his but Eddie clar- clarifies saying that. I mean, why didn't he make him break the vow? Oh, didn't. Okay, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Um, but I just think that he just felt that maybe he didn't have enough of a, you know, kind of... Standing with them? Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, the guy saved his life. He's kind of just... Doing things for him. Long for the ride at this you point. Know? Yeah. I mean, he in the scene where he's there in this council meeting, he seems like he's just kind of like almost slightly uncomfortable, you know, but he's also just trying to just, yeah. he's just there, you know, mm-hmm. which the guy that, that Kenny replaced, I mean, do we think Kenny sold him out or did Udi just know? Hmm. Because he, <laughs> Kenny tells us that. You know, there's a new member of the council, and this guy has his feet kicked up over on the on the table. Obviously, showing that it's him. That it's him. And the yeah. person who kind of tipped Kenny about the whereabouts of Udi is gone. <laughs> you know, yeah. was he just removed? I feel like Kenny of- just Kenny just straight up was like, "No one told me." And then Udi and Rod were like, "Interesting." Okay. Dunzo Bunzo, well, get him out. Uh, no longer part of the council. Yeah, I could see that. And uh, he yeah. probably didn't didn't like explicitly tell them. But he probably was just like, mm. like, was it him? And was like, I'm not saying it's not him. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I say even says Aaron isn't so old, so it wouldn't affect him. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know because Aaron has just acquired the Founding Titan, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. We so don't know. But also, Aaron like doesn't really have like a body, human body anymore at this point. Yeah, he's. You know, he's just chilling over in the God. He's in the paths. He's his own. He's his own thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. I did see something kind of earlier, I think maybe a couple of days ago, where if Gobby didn't shoot Aaron's head off, would Aaron's founding Titan body be just more than what it is here? And we see in the in the anime, in the manga, where you just kind of see this uh, skeletal type of Dude. like creature with so, this head what you're asking is do you think that what do you have like an entire he body has this more skeletal body with just these tiny legs and a head if he, or he has this because because yeah it's he, kind of his like, head was shot off yeah it's kind of I like I think that the form doesn't matter based on what he had prior okay yeah At the it end also of the day, comes back into our Rod our Rod Rice being like oh could he not walk because Historia broke his back flipping him that's true and then he but, transformed but yeah, we did have a question about that. We don't know. You know, I feel like. But again, well, like Aaron healed Aaron, himself. Aaron has so much yeah. power, and he can literally create titans now. Yeah. So it's like I feel like he can just create his own form. Yeah, he definitely could. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, have any other kind of questions you got here? Why? Didn't, yeah, I mean, a giant attack, a giant attack titan. Maybe Aaron Dexter is tall. Yeah, his <laughs> titan is huge. Yeah, Aaron doesn't age because he's the goat. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He's got plot armor. He has to be attractive. He's the main character. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the main villain. in terms of this scene here, this has to be the first time that uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the first time, but because it kind of surprised uh, young Rod Rice. But do, do we think this is the first time that Udi kind of uh, generously spared somebody who tried to kill him? No, Udi seems like a very much peace and love. I think it's the first time they've been put in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other times it's been like, oh, I have to. He was sent out to kill me. I mm-hmm. have to punish this person. Other times it's like, oh, no, this is personal grudge. Let's talk about it. You're an Ackerman. Let's talk about it. But um, just to kind of segue into this next kind of part of the episode we're going to get, um, this is one of the few times that we see this uh, this large underground city. Yeah, I think it looks mm-hmm. really interesting because they're not like pillars. It looks like they're in like a super dense forest. Yeah. Like it looks like really long tree trunks. It doesn't look like man-made pillars, but also it could just be like... In a way, organic stuff in like a cave or something. It almost looks like a cave. It almost looks like a really dense forest. It almost like slightly resembled to me um, a little bit of like the underground chapel. You know, where you kind of have like those pillars, pillars, right? Stuff, you know? So my my thing was like, okay, is this city kind of created, you know, for unfortunately people of a certain kind of, you know, like class? Me, like, yeah, like Like level of economic class? Yeah, yeah. You mean the you know, dirt? Yeah. So unfortunately, these are people who aren't even the dirt. They were under the dirt. Yeah, like they are, you know. Uh, unfortunately, but, very poor, and also not not even like because of their own work. It was because like, like the Ackermans were like shunned from society. Yeah. Just like people that were like shunned, like people socially. Were put down. Like not only yeah. like econ- like not only were these people like economically poor, they were also socially poor, like. So obviously this underground city is not somewhere where you want to be, but it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like it's cool. It would make for an awesome kind of live action. I think that yeah. would be a very cool. Everything uh, in there looks organic. Yeah. And um, I think it's funny too, because I know what Kenny meant about like being out and about walking in broad daylight, but I don't think they get daylight, you know? No, they do not. Not, in that, not that underground that city. explains why they're so pale. But yeah. it's, it's kind of pretty. It's true. All of their yeah, that's like a good point. And stuff at night. But Talked yeah. about the malnourished child that we're going to be introduced to again in this next part of the episode, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of those characters we no see. No vitamin C. This just, yeah, I mean, there's... No vitamins. No vitamin But nonetheless, again, yeah, so here we go. Kenny somehow found himself in another crazy situation. Now he has his new job this new kind of uh you know line of work as he describes it and uh he said he feels pathetic doing it but he said it brings an end to the ackerman's persecution yeah mm-hmm. which again they it only is know what it is they only know so much about that ackerman persecution mm-hmm. you know they're kind of like oh this is why this is why but why did it happen i mean not so sure but we know that's just how things are now mm-hmm. so again it could be the it just became like normalized in there yeah it could have just been wiped works. from the memories you never know but yeah, let's go ahead and let's find out more about uh, this underground uh, city. So whenever you're ready, Lex. So as we continue um, Kenny's story, we see young Kenny in what appears to be a rugged motel looking for someone. A man working at the front desk looks through a check, looks through a check-in book. Cool hail, huh? Oh, well, if you mean Olympia, that woman's been sick for so long now that even her old regulars quit using her. Kenny now opens a door and walks into one of the rooms. We see someone laying in bed covered with blankets. Kenny approaches, and we see a deathly ill woman laying in that laying in that bed, eyes closed. 
Kenny, in his Kenny va- fashion, tells the woman, Woo, you look rough. Damn, have you lost some weight? You're like a skeleton. Hey, Kuhel. Suddenly, a young boy whispers, She's dead. Kenny is surprised and then looks towards the other side of the room. Kenny notices a young malnourished boy and asks him, And you? The boy slowly looks up at Kenny. Are you alive? The boy stays silent. Oh, give me a break. You're not deaf, are you? Can you hear me or can't you? You got a name? And the boy whispers, Levi. It's just Levi. Kenny drops his stuff and sinks to the floor as he rests his back against the wall. Hmm. I get it. Cool. Oh, sorry. I get it, Kuel. That's probably a good call. The family name did you no favors. Kenny now tells young Levi. Well, I'm Kenny. That's my only name. Me and your mother knew each other. It's nice to meet you. We see the room as the light from the door being opened shines on Kenny as we see young Levi in fetal position in the dark. The scene changes to Levi and others staring at... Oh, sorry. The the scene changes to Kenny and others staring at young Levi, quickly scarfing down rations. Kenny continues to narrate. The only thing Kuhel left behind was an unsociable brat on the brink of death. I wasn't so heartless that I'd let the run die, but I wasn't about to say... But I wasn't about to step in as a parent either. There wasn't much I could teach the brat. Figured gripping a knife was a good place to start. Then it was getting along with others and how to say hello. The scene shows young Levi standing around dead bodies of people Kenya the Ripper killed. How to swing a deal and how to swing a knife. We see Kenny being chummy with a nervous gentleman in a bar as Levi watches from a table. I taught him everything he'd need to know to survive the underground. I figured... He might try and make a go of it on the surface someday. But when the time come, well, when the time came, well, that was something he would have to do himself. A young Levi stares into his knife as Kenny prepares Levi how to survive to be continued. Mm, Interesting. So obviously, um, Kenny is a great father figure. Yeah. So uh, something that I don't know if I just forgot or I've chose to block it out. I totally forgot that Levi's mom was like like a sex worker yeah like a prostitute yeah because was she also it was like horribly kept obviously because he didn't the owner didn't even know that she was unless he did know that she was dead and he still makes money that way but that's a terrible thought no because i was thinking about it i was like yeah she's a was she legit a prostitute well, he remember said he that said the that clients her regulars her. didn't go to her anymore. Okay. He said using her. I guess because yeah. for me, I remembered a certain scene where uh, Kenny talks about how she got knocked up by somebody from the bar or whatever, you know? Like mm-hmm. this almost like this bar that she maybe worked at. Maybe it you was know? like a... Maybe she was on site. Serve and... Maybe it's one of those things where she just kind of like did whatever she could to kind of make a living and stuff. Because obviously yeah. we talked about it. I mean, obviously the conditions here are not the best. They're far from the best. And so I'd imagine somebody who's working as a bartender... It could just be one of those probably jobs. also trying to be a, you know, a sex worker as well. Yeah, it could just you know? be one of those jobs where it's on the surface. She's a bartender, you know. And you, when you, you have you a young boy... You see what you like and then you have... 
inquiries. And and she probably did that because she has this young boy that she mm-hmm. can't, you know, needs to survive. Feed. She can't go ahead and or, support, and so yeah. she probably, unfortunately, has to go ahead. She probably and, picked it up after Levi was born. You think, but, yeah. Or unless it was something she was, I mean, it could have been something she was already doing because she did get knocked up by someone at the bar. Yeah. She was already trying to make ends meet. She only, you know, probably made herself do it more because of because Levi was born. Uh, making sure not to have him keep that last name, obviously. Like Kenny says, didn't give him any favors. But I was thinking, like, the owner doesn't even know that she's dead. So is he still somehow profiting off of... This is a really morbid thought. But is he still, like, low enough to be like, yeah, let's still make profit off of her dead body and give it to the boy? Mm. Like, still, like, her regulars can still use her I dead? I don't want to think that's the case because even like, like how did the he not know that she's says dead? the regulars quit using her yeah how so did for all we know maybe the last person who did it well we now realized damn she's not moving using. anymore <laughs> uh, damn, i think this but somehow the, this girl's and, and, dead. Ju- and just like left in a and hurry. then you know the guy's gonna go ahead and leave and he's just gonna be like he's just gonna all right well i'm done here he's not gonna go like oh hey by the way there's a dead woman up there yeah you know like no you're just gonna leave not yeah, tell that's anybody true. we don't stuff, know how you know? long she was dead there for yeah i mean but imagine being levi in that situation just watching that no they definitely have to put him in he definitely like goes out in a different and room how did he something. get back in the room because he lives there that's his mom yeah, I don't know. It's I don't just, want to think about this it's anymore. It's weird to go ahead and try to put logic to this because whenever we do, like, and it this just gets worse. In moments like this, it just gets logically. Worse. You don't want to think more. This about whole it. thing is all bad news. Yeah. Right. So. So I don't remember her being a prostitute, but I probably blocked it out of my mind. I don't know. Dang. But uh, so she we know so her name is Kuhel. Uh huh. And uh, and. Yeah, Levi this, doesn't watch. Levi goes to school. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Levi does not watch. He goes so to does school. that mean this is her like prostitute name then? Is Olympia? Yeah, her prostitute name is Olympia, which yeah. is kind of kind of tough. Kind of tough. That's a pretty cool uh, prostitute. You mean name. Olympia? Yeah, she's been sick for a long time. Even her regulars quit using her. That old goat. Yeah. She's been sick for a while. Does that mean she's been dead for a while? Um, I don't really want to know, but you know. Unless this man was one of the regulars, and it's just like I know. I know how you can go ahead and. Continue to live in that room. Yeah, I know. Levi, you need to, you want to stay alive, yeah? Which is, again, it's all just bad news, right? But um, unfortunately, uh, Levi's mom is dead. Who knows how long she's been there? Uh, Obviously, Kenny didn't really see her often Mm -mm. because he had no idea. He had no idea. And when he sees her, he's He's very taken aback by her appearance. Um, Obviously, she had to have been sick for a while, and it probably could have been a bad sickness because she didn't have the funds to, like, you either pay for medicine or you pay for food. Yeah. And let's not deal with the medicine. Let's just pay for food and housing and deal with it. And then, uh, if we were to guess, how old do we think Levi is in this moment? He's definitely malnourished. So, I don't think he's as young as he looks. Mm -hmm. I think he's older, but he looks really young because he's so malnourished. what What would you guess? I'm going to guess that he's probably like 10 years old here. 10? Like 9 or 10. Interesting. And he's the just highest I can see is like 7. Uh, I I'm mean, trying to think of like every 9 and 10 year old that yeah. I've ever seen that, that honestly looks like Levi. So I would even guess older. Yeah. Well, the thing too, we know that Levi, he's very, very small in stature and he, again, he's very malnourished. So for all we know, maybe he is kind of older in that, at that point. Uh, and, um, 
Because think about his age, like in the story, he's in his 30s. Yeah. You know? So I guess it could make sense. That he's like 10. That he is kind of there at that point, you know, around 10 years old. Because then 20 years later. Yeah, because then Kenny at this time isn't that old. Yeah. It would have to be a good amount of years. Yeah. I mean, just kind of going off your theory, I mean, it does kind of make sense. You know, Mm -hmm. we know that, again, he's very malnourished. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's older than what he actually looks because you see how big his head is. Yeah, but also, too, he's that supposed just to be means, a lot bigger than what he is. That means too that, damn, if he is again that old, then he has seen some shit, mm-hmm. man, and like understands you know? it because he is that old. Yeah, are you by chance is that looking and trying to find out how old he was in that scene? I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Um, but I'm obsessed. He so again, again to go with your theory. Let's say hypothetically he's ten, mm-hmm. right? That means that obviously Kenny has not been a part of his sister's life, mm-hmm. you know, for 10 years, right? Yeah. More than that. Um, maybe he decided to Which go and visit sense. her. Maybe he decided to visit her because of this new kind of line of work that he has. Yeah. And now he has some some pool. Now he has, you know, kind of like people watching over him now. He's not just this guy who is, has to protect himself. No, he's got yeah, the fighting Titan he's got, kind of there, yeah. you know, and stuff. He's got a little um, bit of power, some so, protection. He goes and he sees uh, his sister. We got ten-year-old malnourished Levi, um, and unfortunately, his sister is dead. Mm-hmm. Kenny he doesn't look like a skeleton. Well, she's dead. <laughs> Kenny doesn't inform Levi that this is his sister because he just says that we knew each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't say, "Oh, we're." Re-, he's not going to tell him we're related, so yeah. that it's not like a, I'm not obligated to take care of you. It's just. But again, something that's interesting is something we talked about. As far as the Ackerman name, is that Levi's mom obviously didn't tell Levi his name. Mm-mm. You know? Because, again, that goes back to with with uh, the moment when they find out Kenny's last name. Mm-hmm. That is the first time that Levi is hearing that. Yeah. Right? And Levi is kind of like, oh, that's, he doesn't really think like, oh, that's my last name too. Mm-hmm. He's like telling Mikasa like, isn't that your last name? Yeah. Any relation or whatever and stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, no, you guys are related. Yeah. What are you talking about? So what... Are, or not related, when, when but, like, When is the point that, that Levi realizes that he's an Ackerman? Do we know? Um... Is it going to be coming up in this scene? He doesn't know yet, does he? No, he doesn't... He doesn't know what his relationship is until Kenny dies. I think dies. it is coming up. Until Kenny dies and tells him that that was like, his, yeah, that that's his sister. sister, okay? Yeah, you're right, you're so right. So I think it's coming up that Levi realizes that he's an Ackerman. I don't think he knows right now. I think he yeah. just knows his last name is Ackerman. That's the same as Mika says. Yeah. So that was Levi. I was raised by him. Levi, again, he introduced himself as Levi, just Levi. Levi. just Levi. And then Kenny's just like, oh, I guess so. Good I understand idea. why my sister did that. Yeah, it was a good call. And he just says, I'm Kenny, and that's my only name. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, interesting. I do like that kind First of first name basis. I do like that kind of uh, that that moment here in this episode where the scene shows again Kenny kind of with the light hitting him, mm-hmm. and then you got Levi, young malnourished Levi in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's almost like oh, like Levi is seeing him as like hope. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, I mean, again, it sucks yeah. being like ah, oh, Kenny is your hope, but I mean. To get taught how to survive in this horrible, like, underground city, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Kenny's kind of the best to learn. Yeah. To learn from. You know, and we know that obviously Kenny just kind of we taught what he- saw how Levi turned out. Kenny taught what he could in such a short time because we know that we, we saw, I think last week's episode, we saw Kenny 
witnessing Levi being Levi as a, as a teen probably and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, he has his knife in hand. He's kind of like, you know, uh, threatening a, yeah. um, um, like an older man. Yeah. Levi looking much healthier. Yeah. But obviously still Kenny leaves. Court. Kenny leaves. And uh, so again, Kenny decided just to do what he could for the kid and just leave. And, and, How and do long things. was Levi in the underground between Kenny and Irvin? Oh, I have no idea, but... No what did clue. you what did you search up? Find anything in your every, I looked five every minutes possible of research. search. Watch no, me. I've got no luck. I'm gonna try to pull up a mom mode and see if I can find it first try. <laughs> this is the ultimate AOT question. Yeah. Um there's a lot of talking about like Short and stuff like that, you know. And yeah, and trying not. to guess. Talking about his height. His current age is mid thirties. Yeah, we know that he's in his thirties, but even though he's uh, doesn't look it. He's uh, five foot two. Levi's height based on his parents' height and his age, weight, and current height. He was twenty three when Erwin found him in the underground. Really, twenty three? Yeah. Oh damn. What? Wow. I was looking at he's probably like 10. Well, when Irwin found him, not oh, when, when Irwin. No, yeah, yeah, but still. 23, like, like, that's still a long time. Uh -huh. Kenny took in Levi somewhere after the so year guys, we'll 1829. We'll your, your questions. Which is the same year uh, Odie inherited the founding Titan, and Levi hardly looked 10 there. Even if he pushed his birth year to 817, it makes him only 33 in year 850 and 37 in year 854. Okay. Let's find something? Yes. Hold on, let me fully read it first. Oh, what are the numbers? Hold on. Mm. Okay. I found something too. You might be it's on the same thing. Is I don't know if this is canon or not, but are you looking at the same one? No, no different, I'm, this looking at, I'm looking at this one. That Udi inherited the founding Titan in eight in eight twenty nine. Yeah. At some point during his thirteen years with the Titan, Kenny and Udi met. It can be assumed that Kenny found Levi and his mother shortly after meeting Udi. So, what yes. we need to figure out to determine Levi's ages: one, what year the did year. Kenny meet Udi? It is for sure eight twenty nine plus. I cut it off at yes. eight thirty three, assuming Kenny and Udi met within Udi's first four years of the founding. Mm -hmm. How old was Levi when he was found by Kenny? Says, so how old do you think Levi was here? While we know Levi is naturally small and was incredi mm -hmm. incredibly malnourished here, I can't see him being 14. The minimum age for him to be the, the popular 35 years, right? Th 35 years of, of age. Mm -hmm. Aaron and the others were are 15 during the main story and were 12 when uh, they enrolled in the Survey Corps. Aaron and Mikasa were 9 when they when they killed people who murdered Mikasa's family. He just looks and acts too young to me. I assume that he's 11 at max here. Mm -hmm. and more likely 8, but that's just my opinion. I crossed out things older than 11 in my chart, but you can't ignore the line if you think we... Um, okay, so what I have... 11. What I have here is that... Uh, I guess at a convention or something, Isayama was saying something about like him being 13, mm -hmm. but it doesn't make sense with the whole years and everything, like how in year 829, Odie inherited the founding titan, they met, da da da. So, has to be around 8.30 when Kenny goes to see Kuhel. Uh, that is yeah. practically speaking, this is all guessing. So they're saying that Levi has to be around 10 or 11. And that is already like stretching it to the oldest he could be as 11. Okay. So he's probably around nine or 10. So I'm right. 
That's, I mean, that was just my guess. A malnourished nine or ten year old. There you so go. Let's well, say he's so, between the age of eight to eleven. Um, yeah. Wow. That's that's insane. Wow. And again, that just goes to show if he is that old, he he has seen some terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. We have some questions really quick from chat, yeah, right? Uh, he has to be tough to make up for his height. And then we'll probably have Levi's little man syndrome. He has it's, to be tough to make up for. Yep. Not uh, even yes. like little. He's just malnourished and is short. Very he's just much really skilled. less graphic yeah. than Berserk. Yeah, I remember I told you. You and oh I told you how Gus was born, right? Yeah. Berserk is. Interesting question, Bad mm. Batch. Oh, that's that was when else. Nate was here. Dude, I told AJ how um, Guts was born. Was Let me think about that. How he was born? Is that like the the grape stuff? I'm not going to say the actual word, but it's... it's Take out the G. <laughs> okay. Well, that's part... I didn't tell him that part, but I'm telling him like when Guts was actually... Oh. I wish Marco was here. Marco is obsessed with Berserk. Um, I hate it and love the Berserk series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do we want to talk about Bat-Bat's oh, question? Oh, well, Femtoda. Yeah. So Bat-Bat's asking us, who would you ship together in AOT? Uh, obviously Mikasa and Aaron. Duh. Mikasa and Aaron. Um, I wouldn't mind Armin and Annie. I don't mind that, but they kind of like already, spoiler, they kind of already like talked about it, mm-hmm. I guess. But like, then then there's that whole can of worms of like, well, is that Armin's feelings or is it just the memories of Bear told? Da, 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 da. Like, okay. What do you think? I don't. don't I don't think. think. I don't okay. think at all. Um, do you have a- Zeke and Hanji? Zeke and Hanji? What is your what? <laughs> That's I don't a know why. very different. Yeah, I, just I wasn't feel like expecting. I could see that working out. I cannot. I was gonna suggest a Hanji one. I was gonna say Hanji and Levi. And what do you guys Levi? think about that? But, Mama y Papa. Um, I don't know why. I just see Zeke and Hanji. Zeke and you Hanji. Don't, you don't know yeah. why? No. Oh. Zeke and Hanji? What? That's very interesting. That is weird. They're literally on like opposite and ends. Have they really like... Have they... I, can't think I, don't of, think they, I don't think they've ever they met, talked have ever. Have they ever meet? They've like never nope. talked to each other ever. Oh. I just think their personalities would be so funny together. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're here. Uh, Josh says Zeke and Hanji. I'd say Zeke and Yelena more. I think Yelena's too young for Hanji. I mean, for Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I ship Yelena and Hanji, actually. Well, what's interesting, too, is that uh, with, with Hanji, is uh, obviously she is genderless. Yeah. He is genderless. She or he, genderless, in, in the manga. In the manga. The thing is, but I, like, I'm has not... a female voice actor mm-hmm. in the anime. I'm not so. big on shipping as a whole. Yeah, same. Kind of just like if it happens, it happens. I would kind of like, like I know it's that there's not like, my story. there's I like, change I feel like I only ship characters when it's clear that you're meant to ship them. Yeah. Okay. Like the whole like when we're watching Tokyo Ghoul, like duh, you're supposed to ship Kaneki and and um that Toka. one that one girl, yeah, Toka. <laughs> like duh, you're supposed to Toka. ship them, Toka. but it's it's not something like like in My Hero that kind of shipping. I love the moment where uh, we get confirmation about uh, in season, is it three, when uh, Kaneki, Kaneki is uh, no longer Kaneki. He is uh, kind of a... Uh, Heisei. Uh, Heisei. 
No, is it Heisei or whatever? Yes. Uh, well, when he has just kind of like the little bit yes. of white hair and all yeah, that, that's but he's, he's Heisei. different persona, something like that. Heisei. And he has the person in his his crew. He kind of alludes to maybe being a guy, but then he's like, maybe it's not a guy. But then, uh, and then uh, when um, he comes back to being Kaneki, yeah, right. And they're like and in then, the cave. Uh, yeah, and they're in the cave, and then just full on like, like, why won't you call my name? Why won't you call my name or whatever and stuff, you know? And doesn't and, she call him Teach? Too? Yeah, Teach. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you call my name yeah. Teach? And he's like, because I'm not in the Minnetoka. Duh. Yeah, and that was straight. Uh, or shipping the yeah. the the detectives together. Or not the detective, but yeah, in um. Amon or something like that. Yeah, or, uh, uh, yeah, Amon and. I forgot her name. Yeah. Aren't they both like, I don't know if you guys have watched Tokyo Ghoul. I'm not going to say anything. I'm on his actually. Goaded character. Yeah, but cool. Yeah. He was my favorite character. But yeah, I'm not big on shipping in general, but I just feel like Hanji and Zeke, that would be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm just, just going to say. Away, just their personalities. What did we talk about? Yeah, Sasha Remember? and Niccolo, but you know, all right. Yeah. What did we talk about though when we talked about shipping people? And I remember I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to ship anybody in that group or something. Do you remember what we were kind of talking about? I think, I feel like, were we talking about Connie and Sasha or were we talking about? I don't think we were talking about Was it the Levi squad? No, I can't recall. I but we were talking about a specific kind of group of. Uh, oh, me and you were talking about One Piece. Yes, about shipping. Yeah, we were talking shipping about that at your One place. Piece. Yeah, that's why you remember. Because I was like, was I, that here in the pod? Or was I've that? never seen yeah. that. Yeah. No, that was, that was when uh, we had. Um, yeah, we were over at your place. Over. Yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, I remember my answer was I don't want I don't want to ship anybody in that group. And I was like, boo. Yeah, but yeah, the guy who doesn't like shipping people was like, boo, ship someone. <laughs> I know. Because AJ doesn't like mine. AJ doesn't like my agree, suggestion. Agree. Yeah, I just didn't didn't see it, but uh, I see it. But yeah, so the ones that make sense, obviously, and the one that a lot of people want to see is obviously Aaron and Mikasa. Yeah. Uh, yeah Josh says Mikasa Aaron and Historia Aaron forever. Aaron and his story. He's pregnant with some dude's kid, some farmer's kid. Yeah. Um, Rhina and his story. There we go. Rhina does deserve Rhina to be happy. He needs yeah. a win, bro. Yeah, Rhina needs. He deserves something. to be happy. Oh, why aren't we shipping Falco and Gobby? No, <laughs> no one like no one thinks Gobby should have Gobby <laughs> and a twelve gauge shotgun. Falco can can Falco deserves someone way better. Um. Yeah, I mean, Sasha and Niccolo is a great one, too, but alas. R.I.P. The thing is, is I'm not big into shipping. I only, like I said, I only really <laughs> ship the ones that are already, like, insinuated. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, randomly ship, like, so, okay. like my hero Sasha level. and Niccolo or Sasha and Connie? Sasha and Niccolo, Niccolo all the way. Okay. I don't think Sasha Niccolo. and Connie should... I think that no, dude, I, they're I, just I don't Sasha not. found like, a man that can cook. It's like brother and sister. That's what yeah, it is with Sasha Yeah, they have Sasha that brother and, and sister bond. I, I couldn't duo. see them, like, dating. Two brain cells. Hmm. They're purely pl platonic. Okay. But what's a ship that happens that you know you're just like you hate it? That happens and I don't like? Yeah. Like in any anime? Potentially any anime if you have any. Ships in that attack. happens that I don't like. Yeah. Falco with Ymir, they both yeah. They're both kids. Um the first thing that comes to mind is the ending to the anime erased. You've never seen it, so I'm not gonna <gasps> say. But I, I agree. I, I wholeheartedly I agree. I really did not like the way it ended. Interesting. I mean, it was okay, but I feel like, yeah. Whatever. I'm not Maybe mad. You need to watch it. Okay. It's only like 12 episodes. You need to watch it. Yeah. He's too busy. Too busy. He's trying to One catch piece. up before August 6th on Whatever. One Piece. Um, You're five. I'm having a watch party. You're coming. You don't do get you a have choice. Any, do you have any guilty pleasure 
ships, like of any anime. Guilty pleasure. She said guilty pleasure and what anime came to my mind for you. Yeah, I have a guilty pleasure anime. No, like guilty pleasure ship. Like, is there like a, oh, I kind of ship them, Mm. but I don't like admitting that I ship them. Because I have that. (laughs) Let me, well, that's a tough one. I guess I have one now in AJ I freaking hate my hero shipping. Yeah. Bakugo doesn't like Deku. No, Bakugo no, has. Bakugo uh, does not like Deku. What's his name? Kirishima. Kirishima. Yeah, Bakugo and Kirishima. <laughs> that's my guilty pleasure shift. That, that's actually, who it is? I actually. Okay. My, oh, okay. okay. My two guilty. Maybe it's because I was kind of like obviously during big like quarantine, my hero. It, that's a whole. That was gross. That's a whole other thing. Um. But I would get a lot on my For You page because I would I would like a lot of anime stuff. And there is one that I really, really like that I think would work out really well uh-huh. is actually Uraraka and Bakugo. Really? Because I, I like the trope where he's like tough for everyone, but like soft with her. I just like how she can put him in check and just yeet his ass. Yeah, same. I also like that. I feel like they would make a great balance... And then Bakugo no. and Kirishima, <laughs> no. they're just like great bros, man. No, yeah. no Two one bros hates a bromance. Chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. I mean, if they were gay, yeah, they'd be cute together. But you I have mean, a guilty pleasure ship. Bakugo's not really gay, but I think that Uraraka and you already Bakugo made me feel self conscious about cute mine. together. So that's your guilty pleasure? No, Nico, Robin, and Frankie. Nico, Robin, and Frankie. One Piece. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of one that you can. Guilty pleasure. Well, I feel like you, you're never guilty about anything. You're loud and proud about everything you do. <laughs> so he doesn't have any guilty anything. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I guess. Well, we've all seen this. Actually, who would I ship with this kid? This kid's a dumbass. What are we? T- what are you? What? I'm trying to think of like my hero ones. And no. Stuff, but- I'm like, yeah, Genos and Saitama. <laughs> oh, Leorio and Bisky. I used to think that would be fucking iconic. That's what we just said, Haise. How about Bakugo and the guy with the red spiky hair? That's Kirishima. Oh, Kirishima, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's their bromance. I feel like Leorio and Bisky would be goaded. Bisky's way older than Leorio. Doesn't look older. Isn't she? I feel like Leorio would be into that. Leorio would be like... I like nah, Leorio. I feel like Leorio likes... I feel like Leorio has like you were, I gonna, just, when I think you of were Leorio, gonna say something and I was like oh. no when I think of Leorio I think of you and how it's like like I feel like his type in women is like your type in women interesting like little little tiny sweethearts like that no. came no. out bad no oh, like just gentle like no like no 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 like like he likes them attractive and I like tall like, ath- athletic yeah I feel like he would like he would men. go off of like the aesthetic of a woman. Yeah. Like you. I'd be like, wow, yeah, she's super This is just like an exposed episode. I'm sorry. I did not mean to out you so much. Okay, you know what? It is what it is. Um, It's going to happen eventually. So let's get out of the way. (laughs) Um, But like pickier with with his women. I feel like he wouldn't be into Bisky is my reasoning. No, the Hunter Hunter I one for I like me. Girls. The Hunter Hunter yeah, one for too, me I is said. one where I, it was very strange and obviously doesn't make sense in terms of the age and stuff. But it was with uh, Gon and uh, freaking what's her name, the one who very and, scary uh, and very the very goth like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's the one. Crap, who, what's her name? I love her. She's so adorable. Yeah. She's oh my god. Like Peak. What? She has the long hair. She has long hair. She doesn't look like Peak when she covers her. So it looks like very much like a witch. She's but then the, she like, cleans she, up very nice. No, I'm saying she's. Yeah. She she has a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. What's her name? 
but know, the but age that one was very cool. is it's, it's a yeah a little different. The age is very. But different. Isn't the age of consent like weirdly low in Japan? Yes, oh, I don't know. In Japan, it's, it's like it's like low. it's like thirteen it was, yeah, or something like that. Thirteen, palm, palm. Minetta and Invisible Girl. Yeah, that's it. No, no one does. No one deserves a torch of being with Minetta. Because he gets nothing. I say I like goth girls. Very fun with it. Oh yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, okay, I did hear about that. It got raised. Yeah. Raised to what? Fifteen. I, I honestly would think that it did. I think it got raised to like fifteen, something like that. New that's still Japan really low though, because it used to be thirteen, and that's why sixteen. Sixteen is still pretty wow. low. Okay, so now a question that Heise had much earlier in the pod is, uh, what's Mikasa to Levi? What's the relationship? Are they cousins? Uh, Distant cousins? Like, di no clue. Yeah. Somehow they have the same last name. No clue. It's kind of like when you're in school and you, like, hear someone, like, whenever, like, like, you're, like, they're, like, taking attendance, whatever, and it's like, oh, Flores? And you both are like, oh, like, oh, you're Flores, too? That's cool. You have no idea how you're related, but cool, we have the same last name. I feel like that's what it is. So you don't think that they're related? Distantly related. Oh, okay. So same last so, name, very, very distantly related. Like how we are distantly so related to all Flores is distantly last name related is to all Rosses. Related. What? Is that what you said? That like, so in school, you think that you're distantly related to anybody who has a last name? Same last name as you? Well, yeah, you guys have the same last name. There's some kind of, even if it's like a one percent, there's some kind of distant, really? distant, distant relation. Yeah, you guys have the same last name. Yeah, I don't think that's the case with every single person who has the same last name as you. Is that you're somehow related to that person? I feel like if you go far enough back. Yeah, but this is be. the yeah, but this is the Ackerman clan. They're no, part of the same that. clan. Yeah, if, if it was so, they're distantly related. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was What's the kinda, problem? My problem was like I never thought that anybody had the same last name as me. I was like, oh, I'm related to them, and somehow. Mm -hmm. See, but I feel like that's more likely in my case. You think? I don't know. I feel do like mean? my last name is a lot rarer than yours, I guess. Yeah, Mexican yeah, or yeah. Spanish last names are a lot more common. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, like, that kind of like, I just never really thought about that in a kind of perspective where I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm related to that. We're distantly related. Yeah, distantly related. Yeah. I, think I'm, I think it's Scottish last name. I don't know. Ross? Something white. Polish. Ross. Something European. How about Frog Girl that said in season one, I told you to call me Sue. Yeah, Froppy? With who? Froppy with who? Froppy's got a fat crush on, on Uraraka. Froppy's definitely gay. My, what's, I already forgot. Jiro and Denki. Best one, hands down. Yeah, Jiro and Denki is good. Um, Josh says, they're just a part of the same clan, but very distant relatives. Yeah. You know, like the Flores clan and the Ross clan. <laughs> I don't want to be a clan. Yeah, maybe, maybe not a clan. Maybe clan is, is a is a bad is a bad oh, term, clans. especially if you're. Yeah, don't call yourself. Don't say you're in a clan if you're white. I don't want to be. I take that back. I don't want to be a clan. I don't want to be in a clan either. Yeah. That's why the Ackermans were shunned. Just because they were a it's clan. Like clan men mentality. Clansmen. It's like clansmen. Clans mentality. Interesting. Well, we're, we're getting to some uh, spicy subjects here. Incredible final thoughts going on right now. Yeah. But, I mean, we didn't even really go ahead and continue to focus on that part of the episode because we kind of, like, lost track when we were talking about how old Levi potentially yeah. is and stuff, you know? And, uh, and yeah, it's... Uh, but he trained him. It's interesting to go ahead he and find He kind of raised out. him. I mean, not for long, though. Yeah. 
just enough because he was like, I'm not Literally, ready to be a dad, like, but okay. he's got to fend for himself. This dude's holding his own against an adult. I can go ahead and leave now. You yeah. Know, Literally, is like, hey, the guy, he's doing fine. Let's leave. He's got it from here. How is he? How is he getting fed? Just how is he getting housing? Killing and stealing. Stealing and killing. Yeah. Well, that's stealing, much better than killing. the alternative of you continue to get housing as long as Olympia is at work. Yeah, that's terrible. Let him plow your mom a couple more times. And <laughs> yeah. All right. I said it in a much less gruesome way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just that kind of little montage of like Kenny being a father figure. It's just like it shows like this young Levi surrounded by a bunch of dead bodies that obviously Kenny killed. Yeah. Right. Being like a part of like heists and stuff. He goes and he sees Here's like a knife. making deals with people where he like literally just imagine just Take your son Seen to this. crime day. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Levi's just in this bar watching, you know, Kenny just drink he's, up and be all chummy with somebody he's going to go ahead and probably stab in the back at some point. Yeah. Levi know? basically was just like a criminal's apprentice this whole time. Yeah. Pretty much. He wasn't his dad. He wasn't his friend. He was, he was an apprentice. Definitely. And, uh, more like a, or student. <laughs> and then and there, and then uh, as the episode continues, we'll continue to focus on the relationship between Kenny and Udi. And uh, next week, join us in day. part two. Take your son to no, it's literally what it is. Take your son to Crime Day. So for Kenny, we're shipping with uh, Kaven or no? I know we talked about that, but it's more kind of just like a not really relationship, right? Yeah, Kenny doesn't get shipped with anyone. Kenny doesn't get shipped with anybody. Kenny dies alone. Wow, literally, yeah, he does. Yeah, but. Kenny doesn't get shipped with anyone because he's not going to let himself become vulnerable and have a weakness of trusting someone. That's a weakness right there. What happens with every like superhero ever? Their love interest is like held hostage because it's a weakness. Kenny, just Kenny's like just smart to have a weakness. Love, it would just really put him on this new pathway in life. And, and no, uh, no, <laughs> the lost cause. No, I don't think so. You don't think that if you found I feel somebody you truly loved, that I think that the story. I think the story is great as is, and Kenny dies alone. Wow, sorry. I, I love all my kids you, equally. Kenny. There's a lot of characters that die alone in attack. Are you going to close out in this episode? Or do you want me to close out this episode? I again? want Hitch to, to be shipped. Hitch is too problematic, bro. Hitch is... She likes the attention. She loves She loves the chase. She loves getting chased. She's not... It was Marlo, but not, Marlo's dead. She's not a committed... She's not a committed girlfriend. That was the love of her life was Marlo. She's not the commitment type. I'm just going to say that right now. She's really? not the commitment type. No. I could see her and Marlo in an open relationship. Or Marlo's just like Marlo. Marlo would just be getting cucked the whole time. Yep. He wouldn't. He wouldn't agree to it. He'd just be like, "Okay, I love you." That one blonde girl with glasses. Oh, I know um, that one. Um. Uh. Uh. The one that's running on top of the wall right before he's about to seal the hole and is like, "Listen, you have to get this. You you have to get this done. You're the human. Don't not to stress you out, but humanity is is riding on this at the end of season one." Rico. Rico. Oh, Rico. That's her name. Rico's not blonde. Isn't the blonde? Rico isn't blonde. One way to find her out. Her hair white? Yeah. Oh. Rico's got white hair. But she has glasses, oh, yeah. Who else is blonde? Oh, Nanaba. What about Nanaba with, uh... Nanaba's into girls. Mm, Chris, say no, Rico's blonde. Is she blonde? That's gray. That's, that's not blonde. It's like a light, light blonde. It's definitely not brunette. Show me the picture. Which one? There's like fucking... 
hair all funny. Yeah, it's like a really pale blonde. Really? She's blonde. It's like a platinum. I always thought it was like... She has platinum hair. I always thought that Rico was much older than what she probably is. Just because of the hair. I think Nanaba is older too. How much do you want to bet? I think Nanaba's dead. Rico's is still it, alive. How old do you think Rico Levi is? Levi would have been great with Petra, but R.I.P. Ooh. Petra, yeah. Yeah. That was the one there. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's the only one that I ship Levi with. But who's with Minetta? No one. Minetta dies alone. No one can. We went over this. Minetta and Pamela Anderson. Pamela, not Pamela. 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 Minetta and a six-foot hole. Minetta and yeah, it's just Minetta's hand. Aww. Enjoy your work, buddy. Wow. Miss you too, You're leaving Josh. Us already? We haven't even closed wow. out yet. Well, Josh is gone. That was it, He's guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have another week. hour talking no, about just no. shipping characters. We've been going for two hours. Bye, Josh. It was nice chatting Bye, with you, my friend. Bye, and, uh, Josh. We love you too, we'll man. miss you. See you next week. We'll see you next week. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a good segue into us a, ending it as well here. I have a quick announcement. Uh, oh, Marco. Wow, yeah. Marco, if he was still around. Marco's Who ship Marco with? Really Marco and Annie. Sweet. Marco and Annie? Like, no, Marco's too sweet. I feel like so if Marco good. were to date anyone, it would be Mina, for Hitch. but she died because Mina is super sweet. Historia. No, Mina and Thomas. Oh, yeah, Mina and Thomas. Historia. Historia. Wow. I think she would have really Marco taken a and Historia because they're both super kind people. Yeah. I see and then Ryan would kill Marco regardless because yeah. whether it just be with him knowing or much, jealous. Or just Someday jealousy, my yeah. wife. Like that damn Marco, he knows. He, I have that damn Marco, he, but, you know, he wants to marry my wife. Historia has Ymir. Even though Historia nope, definitely, she does not. Yeah. AJ. Even though Historia definitely isn't gay. I have an announcement. Oh. Okay. Zach has an announcement. August 6th. I will be busy. August 6th. Zach will be busy. And uh, for anybody who wants Sunday? to know why, he's telling us all right is now it a Sunday? to is catch Sunday. up. Then never mind. Oh, is it the 6th? It might be the 5th. To catch up on One Piece. You're telling us to catch up. Yes, now. everyone needs to catch Giving up on One Piece by homework. August 5th. Lexi, you've got a lot to do. I'm not doing that. But if you if you skip showers and work and baths and everything, it only is going to take you about 18 days. I'm not doing that. And sleep. You cannot sleep. I'm not doing that. It's possible. Maybe, uh, maybe when I'm like 30, I'll watch. August 5th. That... That ruins the point. The One Piece will already No, he's saying know. that this is a moment that people have been anticipating. This is going to be like the moment this where is, this is going to be like this is Goku this generation's Goku versus Frieza. Yeah, very fitting shirts, but yes. Mm-hmm. But this is this era's very Super fitting. Saiyan. Mm-hmm. No, mine's a Super Saiyan, bro. Yours is Super Saiyan. Literally, is freezing. I said no. I'm not watching that till the last week of my life. Yeah, same. Dude, you're not. <clears throat> whatever. There's no point know. in watching. This could it be your last week. AJ, AJ, my one question for you before I, I tap this out. It's going to be your last week. Now that you're pretty much caught up, do you not I have to wait? I have to wait for the next episodes of Dubbed. No, no, I'm, I'm saying now up. that you're pretty much caught up. But he's not. You said I still have like he's, 90 episodes. 90. Dude, you're over 80%. You're pretty much caught up. Isn't that crazy but, when you saw like I have 90 episodes of something to watch and then Zach's like, like I'm like 80% caught up. You're like yeah, 90% caught up to be completely honest yeah. with you. Okay. To have only 90 episodes left out of the like thousand. So what do I need to so, do? So how has your perspective changed? On? Like just one piece because I know before you were like no, no, no. But oh, now yeah, don't I'll you feel like it. people should watch it or are you just kind of like 
Eh. I think that if people are looking for an anime and they want something that they can really go ahead and binge, and uh, I think that One Piece definitely is an awesome anime to start. I think that you're going to start it and it's going to be very scary, but you just have to go ahead and kind of just push through it because once you get past certain parts or once you, you know, go ahead and uh, find characters you like, that you're going to go ahead and uh, from then on get Watch invested. One Piece. That's the end of the story. But, yeah, it's a it's a lot to take on. <laughs> the last week of my life, I can't get over that. Yep. Enjoying uh, my hero. Just you just have three. People need Hell to yeah, watch Heise. One Piece. Do you remember? Mm. So talk about reflecting. Do you remember when Heisa says that he wasn't going to watch my hero? And now he's on. And season now he's three. on season three. Awesome. Now do the same thing with One Piece. After he was like the fandom is yeah the fandom is yeah that part of the fandom. Yeah. The thing that I love about One Piece is all One Piece fans never gatekeep. We just want everybody to enjoy it. Yeah. That's good. Right, that was it. That was my only thing. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, wow, we talked about a lot. Went through uh, a lot of different topics, um, but it was a fun episode. Uh, so with all that being said, guys, we are finally going to go ahead and come to a close. Wraps up another episode of Attack the Talk. This is season three. Season three is a big season. Uh, for a lot of people, it's their favorite season. So um, we're going to be in for some interesting episodes as we cover some interesting moments. Uh, remember, guys, that we stream live on Twitch every Sunday. And if those, uh, if it changes, then uh, we'll make sure to update you guys over on Instagram. Uh, that's where you get, that's where uh, you guys will get all of your updates. So make sure you guys follow us at Attack the Talk Podcasts uh, on Instagram. New episodes also are published every Fridays. And again, uh, you guys get your updates um, on Instagram. If there's any changes, make sure you guys check out that link tree over on our profile uh, because that'll go ahead and tell you where where we where we're available we have a lot of different platforms if you guys are interested in and uh, in watching us or listening to us in uh, different platforms the link tree is where you guys will go ahead and find where we're available um so check that out guys we uh, shouted out our friend nate earlier we want to shout out again uh, to uh, nate nate plays bad uh, he's an incredible human being and we're so thankful that he is on the attack to talk uh, team and uh we're very very fortunate nate does, nate does a lot for us and uh nate just thank you so much for everything man you're the best of course, we want to go ahead and shout out some merch. Um, and it's uh, a couple different links that we have available in our link tree, uh, starting with uh, our, our friends over at Collector Sesh. Uh, Collector Sesh is an awesome place to go ahead and just search and browse and uh, see uh, what they got available. It's a lot of different, uh, cool little anime merch stuff. Uh, they also have uh, their Instagram at Collector underscore Sesh. They have a second Instagram at Geeky Statues. Um, yeah, they're awesome people. Check it out, guys. Again, that link is available in the link tree. And uh, just do some browsing. You never know. You might see something you like. And uh, if you do, then it's awesome to go ahead and, uh, again, support Collector Sesh. Because, again, they're just great people. Yeah. Uh, also, we have a link, uh, uh, Fandomian. And Fandomian is something where we actually have uh, a way where we can help you guys out. And uh, Fandomian has so much stuff, guys. They have uh, anime and more. They have uh, just anything that's really, really popular. They have alternative uh, clothing wear and stuff. And uh, there's just so much for you guys to go ahead and just browse and search through. Um, guaranteed that if you guys really take the time to look at Fandomian, you guys will find a lot of stuff that you like. And guess what? If you guys find stuff that you like, we can help you out by potentially uh, giving you a little bit of a discount. And uh, it's a 10% discount code. Mm-hmm. So whatever thing, whatever just merch, whatever you know, clothing wear that you guys find and you like, make sure to use promo code Lex, promo code L E X for ten percent off of you guys' purchase order. Um, yeah, Lexi, uh, it's a way that she can help you out. But guess what? You guys help her out too whenever you use that code. 
Thank you. And uh, Fandomian also has a great relationship too because they go ahead and they inform Lex on what is coming out, what is going to be soon and stuff. You know, so she's able to go and see it before it reaches the store. And then uh, you've seen in past episodes that Lexi goes and she uh, gives us updates on mm-hmm. uh, on what's coming up. Uh, anime related alternative clothing wear uh, related and uh, and yeah so Fandomian they have been amazing and uh, Lexi we have any updates so far nothing but they'll let me know okay, and I'll good. let you know um, and uh, yeah so again guys we have Collector Sesh and uh, Fandomian uh, the two links that we have available in our link tree um, and uh, if you guys are looking through Fandomian make sure you use that promo code LEX if you guys uh, are looking to buy something uh, we have a question over here about uh, Icy wants to know about Instagram. Um, I can say that my Instagram is Attack the Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Instagram that if I were to have an Instagram, that'd be the one to go to. But I don't have uh, social media. So uh, sorry uh, about that. Um, First off, I say one piece a million times over. Second of all, R-O-S-S-Z-Z-A-C. So, so it's my last name, yeah. letter Z, first name. Very cool. So Ross, Ross, Zach. Zach with two Z's. Okay. So very cool. There we go. Um, very, very, very cool. Um, and uh, so now, of course, we, we got to talk about some art because uh, we talked about at the start of this episode about uh, ways that for our uh, very artistic friends, uh, you know, if you guys are gracious enough and kind enough to go ahead and uh, send us stuff our way, you know, uh, we are going to be having um, a PO box that is going to be available soon for you guys to go ahead and uh, send us some art if you guys are interested in doing that. Uh, I know that Heise, uh again, wants us to go and sign some stuff, which is very, very cool and very awesome. And thank you again for that. And we'll make sure that uh, when we get that PO box Unreal. to you that um, that when you send the stuff, we'll, we'll make sure we sign it and send it back to you in a timely manner. Um, uh, again, we'll get an update on that next week. We should get a PO box going. Mm-hmm. And uh, but just to talk about art in general, guys. I mean, uh, we have very very creative friends. Um, we want to shout out to our friends. We have, of course, Eddie who's joining us. I mean, Eddie is just uh, phenomenally ta- talented and just very creative. Uh, he has a lot of different methods of his creativity. You know that he has uh, content he creates on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He does uh, awesome videos and stuff. He does awesome. Um, uh, edits and uh and he also does art as well so go ahead and uh, check out um and eddie and his stuff over at his youtube at eddie hinston and you can check mm-hmm. out his uh his art or on instagram at uh art dewan mm-hmm. um we also have again our friend kyron kyron uh he's been he's been posting a lot of amazing photography i know that photography is something that he seems very very passionate about and we're just so um lucky again to have uh, such a creative friend who's uh who's doing amazing stuff over with this with his um photos and if you guys want to see that make sure you guys go and follow him at his uh, instagram at uh, portraits by ka um yeah it, Kyron's been doing his thing, man. I've been seeing some of his stuff. I don't, I'm not really on the Instagram too often, but you know, um, recently I, I I have been and I've been seeing uh, some some really really good stuff, Kyron. So so keep up the good work, man. Um, Kyron also again does so much for us too. He uh, he 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 uh, controls the, the TikTok, which is uh, super helpful for us. So shout out to Kyron for that. Uh, so make sure you guys go ahead and support Kyron uh, on uh, following him over at his Instagram at uh, Portraits by Ka to go and see the awesome art that he's been mm. um, taking just pictures of. Uh, of course, um, our friend Caesar. Uh, Caesar is a very talented person. Uh, he has um, art that he sells over on his Etsy, which is, uh, we have that available as well over in our link tree. He uh, also uh, has a shop over in uh, California uh, at, um, uh, what's it called again? Um, Frankensons. Frankensons? Yeah. 
yeah. in city of industry? Yes. Yes. Frankenstein's, if you guys by chance are over in the area and you guys are in the city of industry, go to Frankenstein's because you guys will be able to go ahead and see Caesar there. And uh, also Frankenstein's, it's just this awesome giant warehouse of just crazy different anime merch and more. I mean, it's incredible. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that you, can get, you guys can go ahead and uh, find. And uh, and if you guys, again, in that area, make sure you go to uh, to this cool little uh, art shop that he's got there with his buddy. And uh, they're incredible. They're super talented. And if you guys want to see the art that he creates, make sure you guys go and follow him on, follow him on Instagram at mm-hmm. Art of Caesar. Type that in. You guys will find it. There's a couple underscores in there. Um, and uh, Art uh, Caesar is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, of course, we have a friend Marco too. Marco, and we shout out Marco as well. Um, you know, Marco. We talked about him earlier with uh, with all of his berserk uh, stuff, and uh, yeah. he, he creates. Uh, he's he draws up uh, berserk um, art, and uh, and I know that it's really really cool. He's shown us some stuff in the past of stuff that he's drawn, and uh, it, it's all incredible. So uh, make sure you guys go ahead and check out what Marco's been up to, and uh, yeah, he has his art over on in, uh, his Instagram, right? Marco yep. Mamone. He has his own little mm-hmm. highlight of it. Yeah. So Marco Mamone, make sure you guys check that out, guys. It's Marco with a zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mamone is his last name and uh, yeah so all, to all of our creative friends uh, just shout out to you guys keep doing what makes you happy and if that's art then uh, then yeah man just keep drawing keep creating do whatever the content you guys are going ahead and trying to create and stuff uh, because you never know who might come across it and who might enjoy it and you might inspire somebody else to go ahead and start creating art and if you guys can do that, then it's awesome because uh, this world just continues to need and uh, we just continue uh, to need just such creative people in this world. Uh, and it's, it's super cool when you're able to go ahead and see uh, the art that they put out there. You know, in a way, this is our art. This is what we do. You know, we go ahead and take the time to kind of focus on attack on tie in episodes. And mm-hmm. uh, and if we're a way that you guys can be inspired by creating art, then uh, that then we're super just honored and uh and happy uh to be some sort of inspiration because we talked about how you guys are our inspiration to go ahead and continue doing this so in a way it's like a team guys we go ahead and we kind of just work together and all that and uh yeah it's incredible it's incredible how life is you never know what inspirations you'll find you never know uh what you're gonna like we obviously uh have an extreme just passion for anime yeah we talked about so many different characters we talked about shipping characters and stuff you know and uh, talked about like mashing up attack on titan and guardians of the galaxy exactly it's just uh and it's super cool just to kind of think creatively just off of that just based off of something that you enjoy and uh and yeah just do what makes you happy and uh this makes us happy talking to you guys makes us happy and your guys' continuous support has been just amazing and uh hopefully you guys continue to to support us along this awesome journey of talking about attack on titan like we talked about season three is incredible and it's only going to get better from there guys because season three again amazing season four amazing and uh you guys support along this journey is uh it's just a true blessing so thank you guys so much we love you guys so much uh like lexi mentioned uh in the start of this episode when we covered the q a and the, the poll questions that we do that every week guys make sure you guys follow us on instagram uh so you guys can go ahead and look forward to those uh future poll questions those future q a's which we do over on uh fridays and saturdays mm-hmm so make sure you guys go ahead and uh, look we out for those. We would love to hear your insight. Yeah, we love it. We love, uh, again, you know, we talked about it, how you so just knowledgeable you guys are in uh, your anime. Uh, even when it's just focused over on Attack on Titan, you guys know your stuff. And we love, like, like I said, we love, love just finding out uh, you guys' insight, you guys' mindset on certain questions, you guys' feedback and results and all that. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you guys continue to go ahead and, uh, and respond to those uh, Q&As and... Uh, and all that good stuff, guys. So, 
Without further ado, we are finally going to come to a close, as we have been doing that. Uh, we know the closes take uh, a, lot, a long time because we want to shout you guys out. But in closing, guys, you guys know that we love you so much. Mm-hmm. You guys are amazing. Um, and uh, we hope that you guys just have a great week. We will, guys, we will see you guys uh, next weekend. Um, and uh, shout out to the Attack to Talk Levi squad. You guys have been amazing. Uh, and uh, we appreciate your guys' loyalty. Um, make sure you guys just stay safe. Spread that love and positivity. Uh, this is AJ signing off. Saying I love you guys. I'll let you guys go and say goodbye. Bye, guys. Stay Bye. safe. See you guys next week, hopefully. See you next week. Bye. Any uh, advice in closing? You can pick your friends. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Beautiful. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>